What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the best part of your Tuesday. It is the Hard Count host, and as always, and I got my guy to the right of me. Yeah, look at that. That's two weeks in a row. I got the I got the direction right, CJ. I'm on to something now. Uh, I got CJ to my right, co-host, and as always, CJ, how we doing? All is well, brother. All is well. Doing great, man. Good Tuesday. Yes, sir. And of course, as you guys can tell, we have a nice little guest on the show. Always in our comments, Mr. <laughs> Wise Cheese Massacre, part of our uh, part of the uh, USN fam. So, uh, what's going on there, Matt? Uh, nothing much. Been a good Tuesday. You know, it's been a while since I've been on here as a guest, and as always, it's always a pleasure to talk football. And hey, the Packers got a great win on Thursday. I'm definitely gonna be looking forward to talking about it. Well, you know what, Matt? Well, we we've been starting recently. From the Monday night games and counting down. So you're actually luck. We'll save your game best for last. Oh, I like the sound of that. Exactly. So with that being said, let's just hop right into it, people. And we're going to start it off with that Monday night game all the way at the bottom of your screen right there, as you can tell. Chiefs get the 20-17 to victory over the lonely New York Giants. You know, people, they have the worst record in the NFL. Since uh, that boat picture, you know what the record is? Believe they're twenty and fifty-two. I mean, it's that's, rough. That's that's worse than the Jets, the Jags. I mean, the, the Browns. Browns, all those teams that you think are terrible. No, I got it. Listen, it's the Giants. It is actually the Giants. And, you know, I was also CJ. You you know you know the people since us us New Yorkers. I was listening to the Michael K show. You know, the great Yankee announcer has his little sports show uh, over here in New York. And they were on to something. You know, the Giants have some Super Bowl wins, but in between there, there is absolutely nothing to be a fan of. Like, Miss, Miss 2007, Santa forever. 2007 and 11, unbelievable. Everything in between that and up until now, terrible. Those Super Bowls, what, in the 90s? And I think there was one before that as well. Yeah, 80s, yeah, 80, 86, and then the 90s, yeah. Yeah, fantastic time to be a Giants fan. In between and before that, terrible. There, so I don't know. I don't know. But we'll, we'll stick to this game. I won't trash the Giants too much more, although it is fantastic seeing them be bad, uh, especially because, obviously, I know so many Giants fans. It makes me smile. Uh, look at this. We already got some comments rolling in. And as you can tell, people, pull up to the YouTube because we can't see your comments over there on the Twitter side anymore. So we need you to pull up to the YouTube, pull up to the Twitch, pull up to the Facebook, and leave your comments. We love chatting to the people. Crazy week. Henry Winston injured. Ridley taking time off. Ruggs, we're going to get into that situation. Uh, Von Miller to L.A. It is, listen, the NFL, as CJ says, is the best reality TV show in history. It really is. But, like I said, let's get into this game. Matt, we'll start off with you. You know, just, you know, our, our typical breakdown of the game. Just your thoughts on it and everything that went into it. Well, my overall thoughts on the game was just simply one team was the better team simply won the game. I mean, you look at, yeah, the Chiefs have been playing, as CJ likes to say, dirt as of late. I mean, you look at it's 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 bad. It's bad in Kansas City. And I mean, you look at it. If you're the Giants, this is this is the third game this season. The Giants had an opportunity to win and they let their own blunders get in their own way. You look at week two against the Falcons. They had a chance to win. They allow a game-winning field goal. Week three, they were against Washington. They had a chance to win the game. The kicker missed the kick. Oh, but Dexter Lawrence was offside. 
And now you have this game against the Chiefs. They had a great first down run of 20-plus yards. I believe the game at the time was tied at 17 in the fourth quarter. And what happens? The so-called BS taunting rule that your own that your own owner, your own owner said there should be a taunting rule in place. Well, what happened, Mr. Mora? Your bum ass who should sell the team. You you just blew it right there because the BS taunting call. Oh yeah, by the way, got rid of that twenty yard play because you got a fifteen yard penalty. What happens on the Giants? They have to punt the ball away. And what happens when they punt the ball away? Oh yeah, Joe Judge, the so called savior of the Giants. Yeah, straight dog water. Defense is terrible. They let the Chiefs get the field goal. And, I mean, if you're the Chiefs, man, you got to count your blessings because you got lucky you were playing the Giants. If you were playing any other team, if you were playing Green Bay like you're playing next week, I wish you all the best of luck on that one. You got If you were to play another team like the Bucks or the Rams or any other team that's in a playoff contender, you're not going to win that game. So, for the Chiefs, they got lucky they won that game. And for the Giants, man, it's just like they say – the same old Giants. They they find a way to lose, and you know just everything the Giants have done has just gone awful. Their free agent signings have gone awful. Daniel Jones has his moments of greatness, and then his moments of putrid dog water. And then the defense. I mean, don't even get me started on the defense. The defense is just awful. No, they they signed Bradbury. He's burnt like toast. It's not nothing good is happening with the Giants. I, I, I stated before the season even started, the Giants will finish in last. The Eagles won't. And what has happened? The New York Giants are in last in the NFC East, and the Eagles are three and five. CJ, that's all you. Yeah, it was an ugly win. Ugly win by the Chiefs. But um, you gotta, that's how you, at least you got to get one. I mean, they were definitely going through a skid. Um, I really want to see how they play against some of these top-level teams. You know the Giants aren't a great team. Uh, I think the Giants had a great game plan. I thought I felt like many people thought prior to the game, even though the Chiefs haven't been playing great, you know, it's the Giants, their arrowhead. They're going to, you know, blow, blow the Giants out, easy money, get back on track. And it didn't work that way. Got to give credit to the Giants. I mean, they, in the beginning of the game, they did make it tough. Got that interception in the red zone in the red area. You thought, okay, here we go again, man. You know, it's, they might fold and all this, you know, all the speculation on Twitter was going crazy after that. But they weathered the storm. I agree with what you said, um, Elijah Penny, that taunting call. I mean, I understand, you know, we may not agree with it, but we're in week eight now, week nine now. You got to just, you got to be, you got to be more, you got to be more aware. You have to be more aware of what's going on, especially that magnitude of the game. You're on the road, you know. The first down, the first down celebration is cool, but then you go, you know, you want to like, you know, flinch at him in his face. Of course, they're gonna throw that flag, man. So, uh, you just, just got to be more aware. You got to understand situational football. A lot of a lot of players don't understand situational football, and uh, I think he he messed up right there. He messed up a key drive, and then the all sides when they when they uh, were on defense, which led to the interception, but they got they got uh they got taken away because of the all sides call. So. But you know, as the Giants, you know they're not a great team, so they're gonna <laughs> they're gonna make those type of plays. Those type of things are gonna happen, um, unfortunately. But uh, for the Chiefs, you know, it's a it's a, it was an important win, you know, just to get a win, just get back on the win column. Four and four, Chargers lost, Broncos lost, the Raiders, you know, had a bye. So, um, you know, if they want to continue to, you know, maybe win the division or probably sneak into one of these wild card spots, 
it was definitely important for them to get the dub. And one thing I will mention before, but before you guys say anything, the Chiefs' next three games are home against the Packers, at the Las Vegas Raiders, and then home against the Cowboys before their bye week, and they're four and four. Yeah, yeah, I heard they have the the toughest schedule going forward. In yeah, the, the toughest schedule remaining in the NFL. Yeah, so you yeah, know, like I said, the Giants again, Raiders twice, Packers, Cowboys, Broncos twice, which is easy, but uh. Uh, the Char- Chargers one more time. Yeah, the Chargers got one. I mean, the Giants, I mean, we, we just know the formula now for the Chiefs. I mean, they're not really built to uh, run the football. They don't have a run-blocking O-line. They have a pass-protection O-line. Man, the, uh, goat, the GOAT really broke the Chiefs. Well, you can say Todd Bowles. You know, you got to give credit to that, that defense. Obviously, Brady's on the other side. But, you know, that defense, they, they play cover two. Cover two man, cover two zone, and you know you're not you're not gonna let Tyreek beat you over the top. So they're gonna have to find ways throughout the season and scheme things up, get some of these guys open. Um, and honestly, outside of those two guys, they don't really have anybody else. You know, they have, McCole's been inconsistent, Pringles inconsistent, Josh Gordon's non-existent. <laughs> so it's like. <laughs> You just, they just, I mean, teams are really just focusing on, on on both of those guys. You know, you put you put two safeties over the top to take away the deep ball for Tyreek, and then you just make sure you wrap up Kelsey and then to avoid yards after catch. And you could have you could have an ugly game, and that's and that's what teams probably want against the Chiefs. So uh, we'll see how they're able to you know counter that against some of these good teams going forward. Yeah, and and the thing is too, like I've I focused on a lot. Obviously, if you if you've listened to this show, that you know the Chiefs defense is bad and everything like that, blah blah, but. The thing that's kind of flying underneath the radar along, you know, with that is that the offense is not the same. Like, we expect the Chiefs to put up, you know, 30 points with ease every week, and, you know, they're blowing teams out. They put up 33 against the, the Browns and then 35 against the uh, Ravens first two weeks of the season. Then after that, it was 24. They put up 42 against the Eagles. Doesn't count. Um but they put up 24 against the Chiefs. They put up 20 against the Bills. Or the, yeah, against the Bills. 31 against Washington, whose defense has been awful this year. Three against the uh, the Titans, and then 20 against the Giants this week. Like this is not the same explosive Chiefs offense that everybody um, has come to know and love. And I, listen, it's it has a lot to do with teams just know how to play them now. They're playing that shell coverage that you know everybody talks about now. Uh, just leaving the safeties deep and making them throw the ball intermediate, and they don't want to do that. Mahomes was three of ten, I believe, uh, on passes of, of ten plus yards last night. They don't really like to run the ball, even if they can. You know that at some point they're going to go back to passing the ball. And Mahomes is leading the league in interceptions. Uh, obviously, there's been a few that haven't been his fault, but an interception is an interception. I mean, you, you can't really change that now. Uh, and I believe he is the last and like he's he, so he's the first person who's won an MVP to lead the league outright in interceptions this late in the season since Brett Favre so I mean there there is definitely a turnover issue there uh through one last night obviously went through the hands and then I think he got lucky I know it was a free play we probably knew uh we knew on TV because you know the little flag thing comes up I don't think Mahomes knew that that was a free play I really don't think Mahomes knew that, that was a free play on that offsides. Uh, that would have been another interception, obviously. 
But I don't know. It, you, there's no way you can't be concerned. You're putting up 20 points against the Giants, and I mean, Matt just said how bad you know their defense played, but they gave up 20 points. Like that is a, that is a very doable amount if you're the Giants' offense. Like you should be able to put up more than 17 against the Chiefs' defense. First of all. So you, you can look at it in many ways, but there is something mightily wrong with the Chiefs. And I saw Dan Orlovsky say that, you know, the Browns are the most disappointing team in the NFL this year or whatever. I have no idea how you can come on TV and say that any team other than the Chiefs is the most disappointing team in football. There were people who literally thought they were going 17-0 this year. I mean, we thought the Browns were going to be pretty good, especially coming off last year and, you know, so a lot of them had people – a lot of people had them winning the division. I know I did. It uh, doesn't look good anymore, but people really thought the Chiefs were going 17-0. And, up. and I, I, I think I had them at like 15-2. and two. And they're 4-4 four and four at the midpoint of the season. And like Matt said, they have some tough games coming up. They have the hardest schedule in the league. I sit here right now and still think that they're not making the playoffs. I really do. Like, I think the Packers game is a loss. I think the Cowboys game is a loss. I think they're going to lose at least one to the Raiders, if not, you know, both of them. But I think that that's a divisional thing. You, you know, you usually end up taking one of them. I think they'll take both against the Broncos. But I mean, do you are do you have full confidence that they beat the Bengals? I know we're going to get into that game later, but still, you have full confidence in that. Do you have full confidence in them? You know, beating the Raiders twice or, or beating the Chargers again. So there's something definitely wrong. Uh, in Kansas City, and it doesn't seem to be getting better. I know that they traded for Melvin Ingram today. I don't think that that really does too much. This isn't the Melvin Ingram of a few years ago when he was paired up with Joey Bosa and they were causing you know havoc for, for all NFL quarterbacks. This is definitely an older, you know, worn down Melvin Ingram. So I don't think it does too much. Uh, well, I hope for sure, but that still doesn't really change the secondary. And that doesn't change the inability for them to run the ball so every team knows how to, you know, cover them. It is it's definitely a problem. And Mahomes escapes a lot of it because he's been so good recently. Like obviously these past few years, he's been the best quarterback in the NFL by far, blah, blah, blah. But I mean, a lot of this has to go on him too. You're outright leading the league in interceptions, and that doesn't include your fumbles, which he had one last night, I believe. Uh so it's uh it's tough out there. It is definitely tough. But with that being said, you know, we'll go on to the Sunday night game and CJ so beautifully titled this episode with the uh, CJ. I know I just said that now I forgot it, but I know it's second what? Second coming? Second string. Yeah. Second string. See? You know. Ooh, that's that's second fine string. creativity. Beautiful, beautiful title to this episode. Because this was one of the games that leads right into it. The Cowboys and the Vikings. Cowboys take down the Vikings in prime time. Now, listen, Kirk Cousins was the quarterback on the other side. So, should we really be surprised? I don't think so. I think he's like 7-20 and 20 or something like that <laughs> in, in uh, prime time games. Not very good. But, listen, Cooper Rush out here making plays. You know, we got a quarterback controversy now. No, I'm just kidding. Calm down. Uh, Calm down, Cowboys. (laughs) Listen, just breathe. Exhale. I know you're good for the first time in 45 years, but calm down. Uh, Yeah, he played well. And, you know, a lot of people want to say things about Colin Cowherd. He made one hell of a point on the show that I was watching. He said, if you didn't know 
<laughs> which quarterback was making money, you would have thought it was Cooper Rush in that game. If you didn't know that Kirk Cousins was the one who had the big contract, you would have had no idea. The the best throws in the game were made by Rush. The one down the sideline, I mean, some of the, I, it was good. Cooper Rush played very well. Uh, the Vikings, man, <laughs> there's no way. I said this in the group chat. I know we have some Kirk Cousins defenders out there, but mm-hmm. there's no way in my head that they give Kirk Cousins that contract if they could do it all over again. Is Kirk Cousins, mm-hmm. no Cousins defenders Sheesh. Yeah, go ask Corey about Kirk Cousins. Yeah, Cousins man. Lead, by the way. Thinks he's top 10 quarterback. There, there, the there, there has to be some sarcasm in that. There's no way no, 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 you no, can no, actually no. believe no, that, that he's top 10. I didn't want to show this up. I think I think he's correct on this one. No, it was actually Mike White. Well, then who had the most in the debut then? Because Mike Can't White had like 405. It was Cam, man. For like 36? Yeah. Something like that. Don't worry. Josh made sure to remind me yesterday. But, um, <laughs> yeah, this was this was a great game out of Cooper Rush. Zeke with that huge play. on, play. on It was, I believe, I don't know how they ended up not making that tackle. But, listen, the Cowboys are playing well. And I think the thing that leads into it a lot is obviously having Dak back. And he has gotten better. Uh, when he first came into the league, he struggled with accuracy a little bit. He's fixed that up. But Zeke is having his resurgence year. Like, it really is happening. You know, we kind of counted him out, or at least I did. Let me not speak for everybody. Uh, the last two years, it just didn't look very well. And this year, he's he's eating again. He is playing very well. And obviously, we know the Cowboys are better statistically when they run the ball more than pass. So, Good for the Cowboys. What CJ? What do you think of this game? Man, the Vikings. <laughs> Vikings just fold it, bro. They just keep folding. These prime time games. The thing about them is like they're good enough to make the playoffs, but they're not bad enough to, you know, have a lottery pick and get one of these top quarterbacks that come. Up, yeah, in, in the draft. So um, they're always going to be in the middle. And that's, you know, some, you know, in some cases, a couple years, certain years, you know, you ask for that, but this Kirk Cousins is not that guy. I don't think he's that guy that can lead you to a Super Bowl. I uh, only had a, other, other than that first drive that they had from the touchdown to Thielen, there was, the offense was pretty much non-existent after that. And, you know, you know, this, this is a clear opportunity for him to come out, play well. Doesn't matter who's the other quarterback on the other side. You're at home, uh, primetime game, Sunday night football, everybody's watching. A lot of people had a lot of people were saying some positive things about the Vikings heading into the game, how they had a couple close losses here and there where they, that could have went their way, missed field goal against Arizona, things like that. And you know, Kirk just didn't 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 answer the call. And uh, you know, this is becoming a trend for 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 Kirk, um, you know, his whole entire career. And if your franchise quarterback can't be a guy in primetime regular season games, you know, just imagine primetime postseason is the definition of primetime. So. It's just a tough situation for the Vikings. Uh, I was, I was on YouTube. I went. I saw like a Viking stream. Like after the game, they were going crazy. They were bringing, <laughs> they were bringing fans into the stream, and they were just saying, "Fire Zimmer, fire Cousins." I would cut Cousins. It was wild. It was wild. Zimmer definitely has to go. Um, definitely. You think? It's yeah, it's time. It's time, man. It's time. You know, wow. outside of that one NFC Conference Championship appearance, 
that they have with Case Keenum. It hasn't really been hasn't been that great. You would think defensively they'd be better um, because he's a defensive minded head coach and just hasn't been hasn't been that way. Yeah, they, they've they've given the Packers a little bit of a little bit of competition throughout his time there. A couple wins here and there in a few seasons, but nothing nothing to the credit of like you know sweeping the Packers one year or something like that. It's never been like that. So um, if you want to win that division and, and you know, make make your case and be one of those great coaches. You got to go through Green Bay, and they just haven't been able to do that consistently. Uh, part again, a part of that has to do with their quarterback. And then just going back to the game, third and eleven. First off, he didn't know he had two timeouts. Well, he, he didn't know he was going to call two timeouts in a row, so he got the he got to delay a game. That's bad. That's bad. Oh, that just reminded me of something about the Giant game, CJ. I'll go back to it after your point, but you just you just recycled the memory there, guy. Facts, facts. And um, third and 11, just a check down to Zeke. And you got two guys right there. You don't make that tackle. You got to wrap up. You got to wrap up, force a field goal. They don't get the field goal. And then Cooper rushes, throws a, throws a dime to Amari Cooper on one leg, pretty much. You know, we saw him on the on the sideline with the Theragun and the, and the tennis ball trying to get his hamstring loose. And then he just goes out there, does a fade route on their, like, fifth string DB and just mosses <laughs> him in the back of the end zone to, to win the game. That's 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 the if you're if you're a Viking fan, that's demoralizing. And that's um, tough. Yeah, exactly. I, I'm trying to use other adjectives now, bro. I'm trying to use other adjectives. <laughs> but uh, well, there yeah, you it's, go. It's definitely, <laughs> it's definitely difficult. <laughs> definitely difficult for the for that for that franchise, man. For that team, um, it's they're gonna have they're gonna have to change a new leaf for sure over there in Minnesota. And then for Dallas, it's an important win. It's just a talented team. They have talent all across the board. I mean. Uh, Randy Gregory almost sold, but he made a, he made some some key plays as he made some key plays as well, blowing up the offensive line, making stops, forcing that field goal um, for Minnesota, so so they could go so um, Dallas could get the ball back and then ultimately have that game winning touchdown drive. Trevon Diggs he didn't have an interception, but he definitely held outside of again outside of that first drive. Thielen and, and Jefferson really didn't do much um, throughout the game. Dalvin Cook was held under check. He didn't really do too much as well. So uh, you got to give. You also got to give blame to Clint Kubiak as well, the offensive coordinator. Called you know the first, the first script, first fifteen players were solid. After that, it was just, it was uh, I was dirt. Got to go back to the to the roots, man. It was dirt, man. And uh, <laughs> See, I like that CJ dirt and roots. Look at you. You sounded like uh, you sounded like the Eagles head coach right now. Got to switch it up. Got to switch it up, man. And um, they're, they're, they're a great team. I think they're one of the most complete teams in, in football. Their defense definitely stepped up. They're one of the most complete offenses in football, too. You know, yes, yes, Dak has gotten better, and that's, and that's a great thing for them. That's what you want. You know, as your quarterback matures and gets older, um, he should be the better player than the running back if you want, if he's the, if you're a franchise guy. And and that's what we're seeing right now. Dak's twenty-seven. He's the same age as me, so he has a lot of he has a lot of time left in the NFL to be a great quarterback. Um, young, 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 young in his prime, and just like CJ. Yeah, I'm trying, bro. <laughs> 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 and uh, you know he's 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 look he's look he's look good. He's looked good so far. Hopefully, he could come back. That calf injury, that calf strain, that stuff. You know, we, we saw the thing with KD. In basketball, he's a quarterback. You're dropping back. You're moving your feet constantly. So, um, you know, we'll, we'll we'll see what happens with that injury going forward. But again, you know, push come to shove, they do have the identity to run the football, slow the game down, make it ugly, and still come out with the dub. And, and that's that's what you want if you're 
you're a Cowboys fan, and then they answered the call on, on the road. I think that was a big time win for them, and it definitely showed that. I mean, right now, I mean, you probably got to put them as, as the best team in, in, in football. Probably them, Green Bay, um, Tampa Bay took a step back 100. Uh, but you know, just across the board, they definitely look like one of the best the best teams in, in the league. Now, Matt, before you go, like I said, see what CJ said reminded me of the Giant game. I don't know if you guys heard. About 40 <laughs> seconds went off the clock, and Joe Judge was asked about it, and he was like, listen, our headsets weren't working. Like, we couldn't get, you know, communication, call timeouts. NFL immediately came out and said, yeah, we haven't – there's been no problems with the headsets. None have, none have been reported. None. Zero. And Joe Judge was like, we had problems every single week. We talked to the NFL. Nothing happened. So, you know, a nice little, uh, nice little back and forth there. So we're going to see who comes out on top on that one, by the way. Hint, I'll give you guys a hint. I think it's going to be the NFL. But, Mac, you go on. Yeah, and I just want to – yeah, I want to say, uh, honestly, like with the with CJ Cyrus in the background, it was it was, it was it was BS. With the Joe Judge, you, you had to call the cops on that one. It was it, it was ridiculous. You can't, you can't be making that bad of excuses. Oh, my headset doesn't work. My team sucks. My coaching sucks. Yeah, you you just suck. Just 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 be quiet, Joe Judge. You're two and six. Stop talking. Now, with this game, <laughs> with this game, I feel like Thanos because it brings a smile to my face seeing how dirt and how miserable the Minnesota Vikings are. It, this this was the most classic Vikings game I have ever seen. It was primetime Kirk Cousins. You know he's going to falter unless if it's against the New Orleans Saints. And you you, you just simply knew something was going to happen. And granted, like CJ mentioned, the first drive, the Vikings looked good. They they gave a nice 20-yard pass to Thielen. But, I mean, man, Cooper Rush, man, he, he, he was phenomenal. Looking like looking like the plan B of Andy Dalton. I mean, he, he played better than Andy Dalton. The look plan at it. B of Andy Dalton. <laughs> look, at, look, look at the pictures. There's memes on it to where it's like a recreation yeah, of I Red mean, Rifle. Hey. He's got the red hair, red beard. It's it's almost I there. Mean, and yeah, I can't argue against it. I mean, you look at his stat line, 24 of 40, 4, 24 of 40, 325 yards, two touchdowns, interception. Cooper, Cooper Rush did everything you can. And like CJ mentioned, that game-winning touchdown pass to Amari Cooper – Phenomenal. And if you're the Dallas Cowboys, this was a win that you had to make and you, you got it done. Congratulations. You're six and one. You're a clear runaway in the NFC least. And oh, you know, yeah. I'm not I'm not I'm not looking at the Cowboys what you're gonna do in November, because it's November second, is what the hell are you gonna do in January? What are you going to do when it's wild card weekend and you play host to a team like the Rams? the Cardinals, or aforementioned other team, maybe the New Orleans Saints. What are you going to do in January? Because that's all that matters for Cowboys fans. They could talk all that talk they want. And that and, and that's right. I'm, I'm talking about you, Perry. You could talk all you want in the regular season. What are you going to do in the playoffs? That's all that matters. And that's the same thing with all these other teams. It's the same thing with my Green Bay Packers, who are 7-1. and one. It's the same thing with the Los Angeles Rams. We could talk all that you want in the regular season, but it's all about what are you going to do in January and February when you got to play some 44-year-old quarterback who does not know father time. What are you going to do against that? That's going to be the thing for the Cowboys. So you look at it, yeah. Brady mania runs all over you, brother. Yeah. Turnovers. 
Yeah, exactly. And you look at it from the Cowboys, it's a great win. You're six and one, but I'm more looking at it of, okay, yeah, you beat the Vikings. Congratulations. Almost anybody can beat the Vikings. Congratulations. <laughs> what, 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 what are you going to do? What are you going to do in playoff time in January? Because, because there's everybody says, oh, this is the year for the Cowboys. We damn boys. Sixth ring coming soon. And then lo and behold, they shit the bed in the playoffs. So that was what, are you, what are you going to, what are you going to do? That's different. You know, for the <laughs> Cowboys, what are you going to do? Just get it done. You're six and one. Congratulations. Now let's see what you have to do against a real competitive team. Unlike the sorry ass Vikings. Ah. <sighs> That's fair, I man. can't wait That's for fair. the Cowboys to lose in the first round. Oh, all I, I oh, you. Connie, all I know, if the Cowboys lose in the first round, I'm gonna see Anthony in the chat smoking on oh, that nah. Cowboys pack, baby. <laughs> nah, listen, you got, people think I people think I'm bad now in the chat. <laughs> I, oh, I got oh, a warning. For you. I'm just saying, I, I got a warning for you. Crazy. You better get that remove button uh, up and ready. <laughs> but with that being said. Uh, we move on, unless anybody else has anything on these games. Uh, two, the Bucks and the Saints. Now, obviously, the big story coming out of here is that Jameis Winston is done for the year. Tore his ACL and his uh, he has damage to his MCL. I don't believe uh, it is. A, I don't believe it is torn or anything like that. Uh, Trevor Simeon, another reason why this why this uh, episode is named second string, even though technically, I believe on the depth chart, he's probably third. DJ. Technically, I believe yeah. he's probably third. Taysom Hill's out with the concussion. What is wrong with Taysom Hill? I, I wasn't sure. He had, he had a, a concussion. Yeah, he concussed, yeah. Okay. Now, this is – and I'm glad that I got, you know, some people to discuss it with because me and Josh really weren't uh, – didn't know what the answer would be on the show yesterday either. Jameis comes in, uh, you know, gets hurt. Trevor Simeon comes in. They obviously win this game 36-27. Uh, Brady throws a pick six late, which is something you just – feel like you never see when it comes to a late game situation uh but he played pretty well trevor simeon played pretty well he made some pretty nice throws that that passed down the sideline uh to kevin white was nice i mean who would have thought that in uh kevin, kevin white. white yeah kevin wow. white and trevor simeon in 2021 we're going to be doing things you listen if you got that one on your bingo card go play the lottery too um mm-hmm. but he comes in they they win the game at one point i believe that they were up 16 and then you know I think the Bucks took the, the lead late. Trevor Simeon leads them down, takes the lead back. Uh, some questionable coaching, by the way, from Sean Payton. And that's another thing I kind of want to get into. We give a lot of credit to Sean Payton for this. First of all, the defense needs a lot of credit. And second of all, that was terrible. Like Joe Judge-level coaching at the end where you're in field range at like the 15 and they're throwing the ball. They ran three straight pass plays. Yeah. You gave Brady a minute 46 and a two timeouts, I believe. And like I said, it all at the end of the day, it all worked out because he threw the pick six. The game was over. But there is no way that that was a good idea. In what world was that ever a good idea to throw the ball three straight times? But I digress. So, like I said, the big story here, Jameis is out for the year, obviously, with that ACL. I don't think it's anything to panic uh, for the Bucks. Brady just isn't very good against the Saints, apparently. Uh, Gronk went out in this game. He could, he started it, couldn't finish it. Uh, Chris Godwin had a huge game. Mike Evans got locked down by Lattimore as he usually does. Uh, good news on the, uh, buck side of things though. They just activated Sean Murphy bunting and Scotty Miller. 
off IR. So, you know, they're starting to get a little bit healthier. Obviously, Gronk will, will eventually come back, AB, everybody like that. But my main question, and obviously break down the game as well, but my main question, who's the quarterback? Do you go with Trevor Simeon because he just won you this game? Do you go with Taysom Hill? Because remember, people, last year, Drew Brees gets hurt. They didn't go to Jameis. No, no, no. They went to Taysom Hill. So what do you do? Do you leave Taysom Hill in his utility role? Do you start him as the quarterback and then, you know, occasionally have Trevor Simeon come in for a drive and then put Taysom Hill back at that uh, weird role that he plays? I don't know. I have no idea what they're going to do, and I'm very, very excited to see what goes on from here. So, Matt, we'll start with you on this one. Just your thoughts on the game, the quarterback situation, anything. Go on. Mm-hmm. I mean, one one thing I I, I will say, I'm a, if you don't mind me sharing, sharing your screen for a hot second, I gotta, oh, yeah, I gotta, yeah, I gotta, yeah. I, I, I gotta, I gotta show something. You said, you said Jameis Winston had a had an ACL problem. I just want to share this clip. What ACL problem? I don't see no knee problem over here. Oh no, he got the I don't see no knee problem over there. Granted, he's got crutches and everything, but it's a beautiful video, by the way. Uh, I mean, I mean, if you want to classify Jameis Winston, that's that's the epitome, <laughs> the epitome of Jameis Winston right there. He he uh, ate, ate the W as as the team did as well. But overall, for the game standpoint, this, this was a huge this was a huge statement win for the Saints. I mean, you look at their main prize possession. You know, Jameis Winston, or as sometimes Connie would like to say, what is it? Winston, Winston, Wayman, uh, no. Wayman's Jimston. He he was not Wayman's Jimston today. And you look at for for the Saints side of things, the Saints have a pretty respectable record of five and two. I mean, you look at a lot of people didn't really see the Saints as a playoff contender before the season even started. And and you look at their, Michael, their five and two. that part of the show, and I'm never talking about the Cowboys again. So you're going to have to listen to the pod, buddy. Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you are. And, and you look at the Saints, they're five and two. They look very well in position to be a playoff team. Now, quarterback situation, I think if you're Sean Payne, it depends on what you want. If Taysom's fully ready to go and you still want to have him as the, as the guinea pig guy on the offense, you obviously are going to roll with uh, Trevor Simeon as, as your starter as your starter, just because you could utilize Taysom Hill more in the offense. But if you really believe Taysom Hill could be the next guy after Jameis Winston, then you have to put him in. And, you know, we'll do, we'll just wait. We'll have to wait and see. And for the Buccaneers, for the Buccaneers, this is the, this is the, for the Bucks. this was just simply a game to where I don't know what it is. They, there, there are three guarantees in life when it's Tom Brady, Eli Manning's his dad. Nick Foles is his uncle, and and the New Orleans Saints of the regular season is his boogeyman. Those those are three guarantees. Now I don't say postseason because we all know what happens when the Saints are in the playoffs. They wet the bed, so you can't say the Saints own Brady in the playoffs because that did not happen last year. But I will say for the Bucks, you're six and two. There's nothing to worry about. You're pretty much going to run the NFC South. There really isn't anything to worry about. For the Saints, it's one of those you had a great win, but I will say, like you mentioned, Connie, Sean Payton, are, are you are you really play, playing with the devil? Why why would you pass three consecutive times and give Tom Brady the go 
a minute 42 and two timeouts. That's the, did, did he not learn from Matt LaFleur last year on giving Brady time with the ball? Did he, did he not learn what happens when you give Tom Brady the ball? It, it was really the Saints, the Saints honestly got lucky in that game. And, you know, whether, whether it's some sort of voodoo that they play in the regular season or anything like that, it's, they, they just got lucky with that play. And for the Saints, I'll say it again, it was a great win by the Saints. I think if we look at the playoff standings as of today, the New Orleans Saints would hold. I believe they're the fifth seed. They would be the sixth seed. They would be the sixth seed if the playoffs started today. And, I mean, you look at the Saints, and one thing I will say about the Saints is, it all depends on how they play on the schedule. You look at their next couple of games, you got the Falcons next week, then you got the Titans, you got the Eagles, you got the Bills, and then Cowboys, Jets, Bucks one more time, Dolphins, Panthers, Falcons. This looks like a team Very to where that that that's a doable schedule, a team that could very well make the playoffs. But the only problem is how's the quarterback going to look? I mean, you look at whenever we discuss the whenever we discuss the Seahawks, why are the Seahawks three and five? Because Russell Wilson is not in for the New Orleans Saints. You're five and two. How are you going to be without Jameis Winston? Because one thing is for certain, this team can definitely fall flat on its face. If 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 Trevor Simeon is dog water like he was in Denver, and if Taysom Hill just isn't it, then they're gonna pretty much falter. They're gonna go five and two and be like six and six. You know, they can very well do that. So this will from this point forward the New Orleans Saints have to be predicated on – they will definitely have to be predicated on Sean Payton's coaching abilities. How well Sean Payton coaches from this point forward will be – will determine how well or how terrible the Saints will do. Because if Sean Payton coaches the Saints well, the Saints are going to be inked in the playoffs. They're, they're, they're going to be a playoff team, whether that's as a sixth seed or as a seventh seed. They're, they're going to be in the playoffs. And most likely a team like the Seahawks probably won't. And you just look at it from that standpoint, from the Saints side of things. And then lastly, on the Bucks side of things, it's it's whatever. You know, that's how I felt when they played the Rams. When they lost against the Rams, I just thought, you know, it's just whatever. You know, wait, wait until the GOAT plays them in the postseason. Then, you know, it's a different story. So, you know, it'll be one of those to where if you're the Bucks, you're six and two, you're still in first in the NFC South. There really isn't anything to worry about. Like Connie mentioned, you got some players coming off the IR. You know, as long as you get healthy, as long as your team, for the most part, is in good hands, the Bucs are going to be just fine. And unlike last year, they're going to actually have a home playoff game. CJ, you're muted, guy. You're killing me. Got to give credit to the Saints defense. Um just went out and played played great football. Great football. Got you got to say they're the kryptonite of Brady, uh, even in the, even in the postseason. Uh, what Brady, you mean? The Bucks beat up on the Saints in the postseason. You can't say he's their kryptonite in the playoffs. Uh, well, it was it was it was thirty to twenty. And, oh uh, please! The Bucks dominated that game. They got four takeaways. They sent Breeze to the retirement home. Right, but the Saints defense did a good job on Brady though. They did a good job on Brady. They, they scored 30 out. points. But one, one was a pick six. They had a pick six. So, um, yeah, I mean, their defense their defense is, uh, is, is, is great. 
It's one of the best defenses in the league. Got to give them credit. Before, you know, I probably don't respect it as much because we're so used to the Saints being this high-powered offense for so many years with Breeze, with Breeze when it's prime. But they got some they got some guys over there that make plays. The Mario Davis is a thumper at middle linebacker. Cam Jordan is, is, is great. Davenport. Um, Malcolm Jenkins still playing great football, even at his age. Champ, championship guy um, with, with the Eagles. Came back to New Orleans, still making big plays for them at the safety position. So he's he's there. Dennis Allen. I mean, if he's not getting any head coaching calls at the end of the season, it might be it might be some problems because uh, he's calling. He's doing a great job over there in New Orleans. Got to give him credit. The Bucks. The reason why the Bucks. One of the main reason why the Bucks lost this game was one turnovers. And Brady had what three turnovers? Two or three? I believe he had three. He had mm-hmm. two interceptions and a fumble. And a fumble, right? And then also penalties. I think they had like over 100 yards and penalties. That's you know that was something that the Bucks struggled with last year throughout the season. Um, and that's that's just beating yourself when you're moving backwards or when you're forcing the team to move forward. Um, when you're on the defensive side of football, it just kills drives or extends drives for the opposing team and. Just can't do that, and I'm pretty sure Bruce is probably was probably went into those guys uh, yesterday during the film and things like that when they, when they watched the game back. But you can't you can't have penalties, especially on the road. You cannot have crucial penalties on the road. So, uh, yeah, they're going to be fine, you know, because they still have a talented team. But you know, Saints, like you said, the key the key the key thing for the Saints is that quarterback position. How consistent can Trevor Simeon be for throughout the rest of the season? Tough that Jameis went down, man. Uh, showed the video. Yeah, he has good energy. He has good energy. His energy is his energy is unmatched. His energy is unmatched, and um, they're probably gonna miss that. Um, just you know, they'll probably be around in the locker room and things like that. But in terms of like having that guy on the field in the huddle, it's just a little different. So we'll see. We'll see how how what, what Simeon does. Taysom Hill to me is not a. Uh, uh, really Sorry, traditional the, quarterback. Uh, Braves took a five nothing lead, and I hate the Astros. I have to celebrate. Hey, you're good. You're good, man. Yeah, I, was about, <laughs> I, was about, I was about to say, what'd you think of that Jorge Soler three run bomb that he hit in like the bottom of the third? Can confirm the, the space station does not know if it's landed yet. <laughs> but that, that's what it's going to come down to. Going to come down to Simeon and Taysom Hill. I give it. I give it maybe two weeks. Two or three weeks, if it's not, if it's not going well, if they're going like a two-game skid or a three-game skid, they might they might try to look at a guy like Cam or maybe maybe make a trade for a guy, a Dalton type or something like that, that could uh, just help them get above water and make and you know not make the mistakes and that defense just carry carry them to the postseason. But uh, we'll see, we'll see, man. I mean, bringing in Mark Ingram and that trade from Houston was a big-time pickup. You know, obviously not the guy that he used to be, but just having that guy in the locker room just brings so much energy to that team. Him and Kamara have a great chemistry, so um, I think that was a big that was a big pickup. Hopefully, Michael Thomas comes back here soon in the next couple of weeks. So I mean, they're they're, they're look. It's tough. It was it was uh, it was sad that Jameis got hurt because I really think he was having a solid year, and if he was able to lead this team to the playoffs, it would it would change the narrative on his career. But um, you know, that's just how it goes sometimes, and we'll we'll, we'll see we'll see where the Saints go. They could keep this up. With their, with, I know the defense can keep it up, but can their offense match it or at least keep it at a consistent level to where they could, you know, try to get in the dance? Now, let me tell you something, fellas. These first three games, pretty solid. These next two games, I have absolutely zero reason to speak about unless you guys want to. 
Yeah, I mean, you look at the Broncos. I mean, yay, congratulations. You beat a team with no name. You're still a fraud like Bernie mm. Madoff. <laughs> yeah, and then for the Jaguars oh, and the Seahawks. Just... Oh, come on. I, I thought for sure Connie was going to laugh at the Bernie Madoff joke. I thought for uh, sure. I'm, I'm, listen, I'm sending out a tweet right now. Your, your man's a busy guy. I got a tweet from the uh, baseball account. I got to do the show. got to watch. Uh, you're a busy guy. Yeah, yeah, no worries. And then you look at for the Seahawks side of things. Congrats on Geno Smith. You know, you beat the Jaguars. And then I mean, hey, you, no, you, you got. I, I, I will say about that game. I really thought the Jags were going to pull out a victory, and I'm such an idiot. And I will say, I just want to give props for Urban Meyer for for staying a three weeks sober on the news line on not doing any dumb shit. You know what? Great point. You got you got to give props to Urban Meyer. They're one in six, but hey. There's no storylines around him. But for Jacksonville, they have still not won a game in America since September 10th of 2019. They need to get a win in America. They got a win in London. They ended that 20-game losing streak. But the losing streak in America still lives on. They, they need to get a win on American soil. You know, did, they play the line, did they play the Lions soon? That would probably be that. Oh, oh, oh. You know, I will say the the 0-8 Lions got to be the team that I think everybody feels bad for. Like I've never seen an 0-8 Lions. I've never seen an 0-8 Lions team. Get, no, CJ, the Lions don't play the Jaguars. You want to hear what the 0-8 Lions got to deal with? Oh, they got a bye week. They can't lose that week. Uh, you never know. No <laughs> they, they, then, they then they then got to go up against the Steelers, the Browns, Ow. Ow. the Bears, maybe. The Vikings, L. The Broncos, maybe. Cardinals, L. Falcons, L. They then got to play the Seahawks on January second. Fat L. And then they got to close it out week eighteen at home against the Green Bay Packers. Another L. Congratulations, Lions. You might be the first zero and seventeen team. Uh, no, you know who's mind. not going zero and seventeen? CJ. I'll the tell you. Jaguars. No. We're, we're over it. CJ, we're smoking on that lightning bolt pack this week, on that <laughs> charger pack this week. Let me tell you something. Pats pull out the 27-24 victory, baby, over the nice little chargers. People thought I was crazy. Matt, do you remember the group chat earlier this year when I said the Patriots were going to be better than the chargers? Do, do you remember that? I do. I do remember that. I, I was. I, I, there were a lot of people against me, weren't there? Yeah, there definitely was, and I and, and I will say you you've had your moments with the Pats. You almost abandoned their fandom if they lost to the Houston Texans. I mean, now now you look at they got they got big wins against the Chargers, and I will say that kind of sounded like a Patriots home game in my book. I don't. I mean, did, well, did, I mean, they, listen, did they, you play the Chargers, did they, did they travel? Did they travel on the road, or is that was that like a or was that was that was that like a was that like a West Coast Gillette? Oh, that was a nice West Coast Gillette. Pat's nation travels everywhere. But CJ, I don't I don't want to take away the hype. I want you to be the hype man this week for the Patriots. See, yes, CJ is always the hype man, regardless nah, of who see, they play. This uh, this see, was the same guy who said New England was gonna be Tampa. I mean, you're you're I talking about pure you're talking about pure loyalty. See CJ CJ's there. I mean, you haven't really had a lot of thick, just I mean, a lot of thin, just thick throughout 20 years. It's okay, man. We struggle. We all struggle with words sometimes. It's okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's all good. You, you, you know what I meant. 
I did. I did. Yeah. CJ I'm crying, bro. Is he, CJ's always here to rein me in. I'm the I'm the over the top one. CJ's the mellow one. It's why we're it's why we're a beautiful uh, podcasting couple, by the way. CJ, you take it away here. How do, how do we feel about this game? It was a good win. It was a good win. Important win. Um, this this two game um, road road trip facing the Chargers, going up against the Panthers. Some people. Ooh, I, I, people I, I, could, I, could, I could already tell. I'm sorry to interrupt. Generational sports next Monday. It's going to be. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's going right. to. Oh, yeah. It's going to. I might have to. I might have to try and uh, tune in. Tune into that one. 100 percent. Definitely. I better. I better. I better see Connie with the fake cigar saying smoking on that Panthers pack. If, if the yeah. Patriots beat the Panthers. I might go out and buy a Panthers shirt just for the game. I'm weak. <laughs> and, then, and then you'll pound it on the desk and then just say, yeah, this is what keep pounding looks like. You know what? Ooh. <laughs> We're going to pause Damn. slightly. Yeah, slight, pause slight, slightly. Pa- slight, slight pause. But, I, I can, but I once again, that. I know what you mean. But CJ, like I said, take it away, my friend. Yeah, bro, you're treading on crazy water right now with your, with your language. Right? <laughs> what, me? Got to chill. Now nah, you're good. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say I, I was just saying the slogan that, that that that's the Panthers that's not me that's the nah, Panthers. Nah, I know, bro. I'm just messing with you. Um, Greg, again, yeah, good good win, good win by the Patriots. Should should have been 27-17, and Jalen Mills gets mossed Yo, on, the, oh. on the left side. With, with the is is Jalen Mills burnt toast? Worst corner in football. Yeah. yeah, he's he's a he's a slot guy. So when he's on the when he's on the, out, he's on the outside, it's it's not from it's the not, from, from the words outside. of C from the words of CJ is is he dirt. Absolutely. On the as an outside corner, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. How how do we how do we uh fix the dirt? How do we like uh, fertilize it and plant it to help There's, make him can't. better? Uh, can't. Just, just keep keep him in the slot every single possession, every single every single game. Don't have him on the outside. If he's on the outside, it, it's it's going to be tough. And I I thought he played more outside. They brought in uh, Bryant, Miles Bryant, had made made some big time plays uh, for the Patriots on on Sunday. Uh, Belichick called the called the masterclass, in my opinion. Definitely made it tough for Herbert to, you know, get into his, see his reads. You know, they were pressuring him in certain moments in the middle, um, on the edges, turn the ball over out of whack. I, I was I was a little scared because you know they have so many offense. They have so much so much offensive firepower with uh, Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, Austin Eckler, uh, Jared Cook when 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 he's locked in, and losing Jonathan Jones with the shoulder injury for the season. The, the secondary for the Patriots already depleted, so I was definitely a little bit nervous. But Adrian Phillips came out there and, and you know had a great game against his former team. Two interceptions, one to the crib. Uh, he, he had a great he had a great game uh, defensively, but it was phenomenal by Belichick and those guys um, for the Patriots offensively. First half, I don't really know why they were passing so much. McDaniel's was trying to pass way too much. Um, oh. Wish wish they ran the ball a little bit more in the first half. Matt kind of got uh, faltered a little bit. Um, in the pocket, and he was making some air throws. He was he was throwing some really inconsistent passes throughout the first drive. I mean, throughout the first half, second half, they kind of settled in, started to run the football, work with work the play action, and, and ultimately ultimately helped them. Man, it was again this this Patriots team is going to be complementary football. It's not going to be one team. I mean, one side of the ball being better than the other. Um, they just have to not turn the ball over. And if they're not if they're not going to turn the ball over, you're going to have a good shot because you got the best you got the best coach in, in the league. And and you, you're always gonna have a shot. Just can't turn the ball over. No turnovers. 
and you're going to be in it. You look a lot, look at a lot of those losses that that the Patriots have with the with those four losses. Most of those, most of those, all almost all, all of those games have had had turnovers, key turnovers at certain moments. So, yeah, especially, especially got Damian Harris. I mean, I'm I'm shocked I haven't seen any reports of uh, Damian Harris getting beat up after that after that sell job in Week One. Yeah, is that it? Definitely looks even worse now because that's the only win on on the Dolphins' schedule, and they've lost seven in a row since. So you know, it definitely hurts. Um, but you know, he's had he definitely has responded since then. He's playing really good football. Had 86 yards rushing and a touchdown on Sunday. Uh, Ramondre Stevenson needs to get needs to get more playing time. I think him and Stevenson could be a really good duo. Something I expected before the season started. Max 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 played solid. Like I said, he played he played. In my opinion, he played. He probably had his worst half of his career um, on Sunday in the first half, and then the second half he slowed things down. I think McDaniel definitely called a better game in the second half. So, uh, and then for the Chargers, uh, I mean, yeah, they're coming off the bye. You thought they would, you know, come with more life. They would play with more, a little bit more life. I, I mean, I thought this was this. This could have went two ways. I thought this could have been a really ugly game, especially after last year, what the, what the Patriots did to them. Um, I thought this team would come out and play with more firepower, but they just they just came out real slow and lethargic, and I, and, and ultimately that's that that plays into the Patriots' hands, and and that's why they lost. So uh, we'll see what happens with, with Los Angeles going forward, if they're able to respond, or if um, you know this this could be this could be a start of a trend because we saw the Baltimore game where they struggled, and and then now we see the game against New England. So maybe maybe these defenses starting to figure out that um, Joe Lombardi's offense over there in Los Angeles. Hmm. Man, CJ, I, I, I'm disappointed you didn't say same old Chargers. I mean, what? I mean, what? What more do you expect out of the Chargers? This, this, this is literally the formula that they have. They they build you up, and then they come crashing down. I call it the Dean Spanos curse. Hmm. They got it. They 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 got embarrassed. They got embarrassed by the Ravens, and I mean, you look at it. This was a statement win from the New England Patriots, and this just proves to show why Bill Belichick is still supreme on on the great head coaches of all time. I mean, okay, he, he came in there with a rookie quarterback in Mike Jones, who, by the way, best Alabama quarterback in the league, no questions about it. He's better than Tua turned the ball over, and he's way better than, than Jalen always runs the ball hurts bro is crazy yeah <laughs> i mean I, I mean hey he 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 turns the ball over to a who needs to talk about other when you could just say turn the ball over because it's true that's why they're one and seven and also the whole team is just dog water like the dolphins have sunk and sunken really bad anyways back 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 to this game you look at for for the Chargers. It's it, it's it's like Honey would say. It's a tough life out there. You, you you got you got no home fans. You're four and three, and the ram the, the Rams are the Rams are just like it, it, it's just like saying like the Rams are the hot sister and you're the ugly one. That's the Chargers. The Chargers are the ugly one. No no matter what the Chargers have, they 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 always just find a way to lose. And you look at for the Chargers. I mean. It's, it's just one, like, you look at Staley, he has his good moments, but then he has some bad moments. Now, the thing that's different about the Chargers than in years past, in years past, they normally have a, a tougher schedule. 
this schedule doesn't seem too bad. You got the Eagles next week, which could be easily winnable. You got the Vikings the week after, could be winnable. But you look at that Steelers game, that could very well be a toss-up game. Because the Steelers, for being quite honest, you have kind of picked it up a little bit. And it's a so-called home game against the Steelers. And you know at SoFi Stadium, you're going to see terrible towels pretty much waving everywhere. You got the Broncos. You should beat the Broncos. But then again, you never know. It's the Chargers. You then got the Giants. You, if you're the Chargers, you better beat the Giants. If you if you lose if you lose to the Giants, I mean, you, you, you if you're Dean Spanos, you got to sell the team on site. Like you you can't you can't recover from that. And just just overall as a whole for the Chargers, it's an embarrassing loss. You you got your ass kicked against the Ravens by 28 points. You then had a bye week to physically prepare for Bill Belichick and Mac Jones of the Patriots. And you were horrible. And and I don't know what it is with Jared Cook and A.J. Green, but the controllers seem to have disconnected um, <laughs> during, during, during the worst moments. You, I mean, I, it, it, it always seems like Jared Cook always, always does this. When he was with the Saints, it happened to him one time. It, Jared, what are you, what are you doing uh, on the Patriots pick six? That's the reason why the Pats got a pick six in the first place because Jared Cook went like this: look one way, balls the other. It's pick six for the Patriots. That's that's literally the difference in this game. If Jared Cook's controller doesn't disconnect, the Chargers maybe win the game, maybe. But you look at it from the other side of things. If you're the Patriots, like I said before, and I'll say it again, this was a great win by the Patriots. They have the best Alabama quarterback in the league. And you look at their schedule for the Pats, it looks very favorable. If, if they don't turn the ball over, it looks very favorable. You got the Carolina Panthers, and you best believe. W. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Josh. W. If you're listening, if you're listening to this, this is gonna be a fat W. Remember the last time what happened when Bill Belichick played Sam Darnold? I'm seeing ghosts. Ghosts will run wild on November 7th at Bank of America Field. Come November 7th. And then you gotta verse the sorry ass Browns. Same old Browns. I would say the game, Pat, man. that's a tricky game. I, it, it it's it's at home at Foxborough in November fourteenth. Yeah, you know the weather gets a little chilly up in Foxborough. Well I mean, yeah, hey, hey, you never know. You never know. This is Bill Belichick. He can find a way to shut down Baker Mayfield with his eyes closed. And then you got the Atlanta Falcons. Come on now, <laughs> you, you you should beat the Falcons. And I mean, if you're being honest here, the the Falcons fans would always have PTSD whenever they play the foul, whenever they play the Patriots, because you know, 28-3. And then you got the Titans. You never know how the Titans can look without King Henry, which we will discuss. And then you got to deal with the Bills. I don't know against the Bills, you know. The Bills got to split. Uh, got to split it, man. Got got to split, split against the Bills. Gotta split against the Bills, man. You got you got Connie's MVP once Annapolis week fifteen at Indy. Huh. I mean, that that could be a toss up. You better not lose these last two games. You got the Jags and the Dolphins. You you better not lose those last two games. It, it, Connie, what will you do if you lose to the Jags or the Dolphins? Listen, will will will, 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 will the fandom be sold or nah, would it? See, I don't. I, I, that's, a, that's a long time from now, man. Yeah, a long time from now. We got to see what happens. But um, that would, that, listen, would be, that would be sad if you lost to the Jags. Jags, that would be a tough one. Uh, but at least, like, I could, like, 
somewhat I, rationalizing I, I will, in my I will head say saying the, that it was but, but, no, no, but, I, I will on, say the Dolphins on, game is in Miami. Week 18, yeah, well, it is in yeah. Miami. Patriots never win in Miami. I it's mean, you, you did uh, – I was, was going to say, hot. you did, you did like two years ago, like 43 to nothing. Yeah, that was a while ago. Yeah, that, that was yeah. when we had the GOAT. Uh, we got a – Hey, you got you, you got you got the best Alabama quarterback in the league on there. You got it. You Listen, got you got a chance. You got Mac Ten. Mac is about Mac Ten though. Yeah, Mac, Mac Ten season <laughs> is in full effect now. Now I, I don't know why CJ doesn't like Mac Daddy because you know they're four and four. I I, 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 I don't know why it's. I, I thought it was hilarious. I, I I thought it was hilarious, but hey, can't you never know. It. Can't call oh, another man that, bro. <laughs> 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 all right, all right. That, uh, okay, all right. We'll, we'll just we'll, we'll just we'll just keep it at Mac Ten season. But just overall, great win by the <laughs> yeah, Patriots. Yeah, let's guy. let's see if they could keep keep the pace going, and you know we'll we'll just see what happens. And then for the Chargers, let's just hope they don't melt down again because history has has told us same old Chargers will falter. Hopefully, hopefully it's different. You know, you moved on from Anthony Lynn because you would always lose the close games. Yet. During the season, the Chargers—they've—they this was a game to where, regardless of whether you had Lynn or Staley, you would have still lost the game. But hey, at least you didn't get beat forty-five nothing like last year. At least you put up twenty-four points. True. I mean, I mean, hey, pro- pro- progress, right? If you're the Chargers, progress. At least you scored twenty-four points instead of getting shut out. That makes an excellent point. Listen, I'll be there. I'll be quick on this. Pats, fat W. Mac eighteen and thirty five, not very good, but hey, Herbert was as well. And did you know a little fun fact? Two lowest uh, QBR games, I believe, for uh, Justin Herbert <laughs> against the Patriots. I think this was the second lowest. Last year was his, was his lowest ever. You know, just saying. I, I haven't had the most faith sometimes during the during this year for the Pats, but I should have known. I should have known. Bill against the first or second year quarterback, easy dub. I don't you know better. I did, did, did you pick? Did you pick? The Patriots and generational sports. Okay, good. I did. I did. Every game, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you feel me? <laughs> um, but okay. CJ, why don't you take us through the rest of the rest of the schedule there, guy? All right, we got the Panthers and the Falcons. Oh, we're the skipping the Bills? Well, I mean, oh, Bill, okay. I mean, Bill's just beat up on Tua turned the ball over. I mean, he had an interception, so he lives by the name. Listen, all I'm saying is <laughs> Josh Allen. He is. He. All I gotta say is, Tua turned the ball over. Is the Hawaiian famous Jameis cooking up some turnovers? Hawaiian famous. I'm crying. Yeah, it's. Uh, I, I didn't. Even, I missed it. I was looking. I was looking right to the, the next game, but it's not. Hey, not, hey, not hey, it's, all, it's all good. We don't got. We, we we don't need to talk about it. just Josh Allen putting uh putting slight ownership in in the Dolphins, and you could just basically put in the South Park episode where they just stab all the dolphins on the field and that's what they look like they're i mean you look at it's a it's a tough life to be a dolphin man you're one and seven you don't got your first round pick the eagles have it you're just you're just rock bottom you're just you're just sinking it's it's stinky down at down in miami yeah it's it's tough man and obviously they didn't get that they didn't get the trade for for watson you knew you knew that was going to work though. You knew with all the the cases uh, surrounding surrounding uh, Mister Mister Deshaun, Deshaun Watson that he wasn't going to get traded. So I don't know if you're the Dolphins why you would rely on that. And then you also got to look at if you're the Dolphins, man. 
you say like, oh, you know, we trade up all these draft picks. Well, it doesn't help when you have a sorry-ass GM that has no idea how to draft. You draft Tua, turn the ball over, over Justin Herbert, and what has happened? The worst outcome, the worst-case scenario to where Herbert is flourishing with the Chargers and Tua is struggling on the Dolphins because he can't stay healthy, which was a draft problem, and – the Dolphins just stink. They, they, they just flat out stink. Like, I, I predicted the Dolphins before the season even started. I said they were going to go 7-10. and 10. I think it might be worse than 7-10. and 10. And I just want to say, I was, yeah, I, was right, I was right on the Dolphins. I knew the Dolphins was going to be dirt. I didn't know they would be this level kind of dirt. Yeah, you're right. It looks bad. I mean, throughout this game, it was, it was close in the beginning. It was like 3-3 up until the third quarter. Oh, terrible game. Yeah, then the Bills, the Bills just pulled away, just pulled away, man. They just a better team. Josh Allen trucked a 300-pound defensive <laughs> lineman. Uh, that, that, that's that, that's when you know it's bad when 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 a 300 when your 300-pound lineman gets ran over by a quarterback. Yeah. That's yeah. that you you gotta you gotta you gotta retire. You gotta pull Avante Davis and retire after that play. You just gotta get off the field. like, Coach, I'm done. I'm done. We're, we're one and six. I just got trucked by a quarterback. I'm out. Just, just get, get get me out of Miami. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely tough. I'll, I'll I'll be in Miami in the off seasons because you know, you know, Miami's got some good stuff in in the off season. But <laughs> there, the football season, there is nothing. Now, don't get me wrong, I love Brian Flores, but you got to move on from the GM. So, somebody's got it. Somebody's got to get fired from the Dolphins after this year. Somebody has to get fired. That's fair. That's fair. I, man. I, I, I hope I hope it's not Flores. Because I mean, you look at first year, he built the team up to six wins. Last year, they win ten games. Third year's off their slow start. Somebody in the front office has to go. Whether that's assistant GM, whether that's GM, somebody has to go because you got the draft pick overhaul with the Texans, and you've pretty much took a dump on it because you've every single pick you've had has been dog water. Tua turned the ball over. Why do I call him Tua turned the ball over? Because he stinks. He's terrible. He's injured. And then you look at your lineman pick hasn't really been good. Will Fuller, where, 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 where the hell has Will Fuller been? He, he's, he's been a no show. Like Will Fuller is putting I'm up the same. Sure I'm pretty sure he's hurt. That's why, like every other year. Yeah, exactly. He's either hurt or loaded up on PEDs. You know, either, either, either one of those. I mean, Will Fuller is putting <laughs> up the same. Will Fuller is putting up the same stats as I am, and I'm sitting on this, sitting on a chair. Like it's, it's bad. If, if, if you're a Dolphins fan. I feel slightly bad for you. The reason why I don't feel fully bad is because you live in Miami, and there's some good things in Miami. I mean, hey, you go out to South Beach. You don't even got to watch the game. Yeah. You, yeah. You, you. <laughs> I mean, come on. Go on some, yeah. go some of those clubs. You'll be all right. Yeah. You'll, you'll be all right. Maybe, maybe, maybe watch a Heat game. All right. Yeah, 7-1. Yeah, they look good. Seven. They look good, man. But uh, let's try We'll transition to the Panthers and, and the Falcons, NFC South showdown. Uh, you know, another ugly game. Both teams, Panthers are 4-4, four and four, but, you know, outside of that, before they got this W, they, were, they lost four in a row. Uh, Falcons, you know, they look good. They look good in moments, and in other moments, they look like they look like this. So uh, any, any, any thoughts on this game? Not, not, too, not too much to, to really break down. Man, all I got to say is – Sam Donald, why you gotta why you gotta do us like this? 
I had so much promise, so much praise for you before the season started. Could never be me. And it, and it's pathetic. Like you 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 were you were you were seeing ghosts last week, and then you get hurt this week. You're four and four, and then you got a verse Mac ten next week. Now I mean, you look at the Panthers. One of these teams had to win. Somebody had to win. This was not just a. The, 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 yeah, not, I mean, I mean, they could have tied, which we, which uh, I would have. I know, I know, Josh would have been furious if there was a tie in, in oh, this. Would have made it even better. That would have made it better. And then you look if you're if you're the Falcons. I mean, what a rough life for Matt Ryan. You put up 13 points, and you got your you got your hand stomped on on the cleat. That's that's a tough life out there. Yeah, this man looks like he was pouring ketchup out his hand, bro. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, he it was like Mahomes with a steak. No, uh, you want to know what's funny, Connie? After that play, he threw a pick. After he got his foot stomped on, blood coming out of his hand, and what happens? He throws an interception. Looks like a looks like a Patrick Mahomes steak out there. Mahomes <laughs> steak, but yeah, overall, you just look at it. Falcons are the Falcons. They always find a way to. Uh, choke it oh, away wow, and bro. then you look at the panthers you, <laughs> you, you, it, it's not it's not like that it's not like that Yo, CJ, i think we're going to start a sus meter on the uh, no it's not it's not and then for the panthers you look at it yay congratulations you ended a four game skit against the falcons what, what what do you what do you want a cookie for that great job play win, win against a real opponent mm. if you if you can beat the patriots next week then maybe I'll consider you a thought. But other than that, get out of my sight. All right. Uh, Connie, any thoughts? No. No. Listen, I was never a Sam guy. Still not a Sam guy. And I'm looking. I will I, 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 I will say I feel I feel bad. I feel bad for my boy Christian out there trying to rep uh rep the USC. Yeah, you know, he's got little, uh, he's he he's got no case for Sam Donald. There's listen, there, all there's I'm nothing. Is, if anybody can locate Christian, I put him on the milk carton. Because uh, I tweeted at him and asked him how about that Sam? How about Sam Darnold? Man didn't even answer me. So if you are, if anybody knows where Christian is, please let me know. I'm more. I'm getting worried. <laughs> oh man, um, it's tough, tough, tough for both teams. Um, <laughs> going to the 49ers and the Bears. Yeah, this game was close for a little bit. Justin Fields made a, a great play, probably one of the top plays of the week. Scrambling on fourth and one led to a touchdown, and then after that, you know, you know, just the defense just wasn't able to get any stops. Garoppolo got two rushing touchdowns. What was your guys' thoughts on this game? I'll start with uh, I'll start with Connie and go with Matt. Yeah, uh, I I don't know. I, th- I think this just confuses things for the 49ers even more. Um, I think before this, especially last week, uh, when Trey Lance was going to come back healthy, I think that they were just going to automatically go to him. Uh, and doesn't look like that now. Like, what do you do? Jimmy played a really good game. I think he had over, like, 300 yards passing, had a rushing touchdown as well. Uh, so he's been playing he, – I mean, he played very well. And, like, what do you do now? <laughs> that's that's kind of, you know, their problem at the moment. And then, you know, just for the Bears, it's – listen, they're not good. Like, it's, it's, pretty, <laughs> it's pretty obvious. You're not a good team. Uh, Fields – I, I still don't know if Fields has ever thrown for 200 yards in his entire career yet. Uh, made that play just to take an L. Uh, I mean, I guess it, I guess it's still pretty solid though because you want to see uh, what Fields can do outside of the pocket. Obviously, that gives them uh, an asset that they didn't really have before with Nick Foles and, and Andy Dalton and 
They had it a little bit with Mitch, but definitely not to the uh, field's level. He's definitely a better athlete than him. But, yeah, nothing nothing crazy I'm taking out of this, but I will say, Debo Samuel, bro, to the moon. That man is on one this year. He's an animal. Uh, they did, like, a screen pass in, like, third and 11. Oh, I got it to, like, the two-yard line. I was like, okay, Debo, I see you out here. Hey, he's a yeah, beast, man. He's a beast. Yeah, we all we all know why the Bears' defense ran away from Debo because they're afraid to snatch his chain away. <laughs> no, I was gonna bring up. I was gonna bring that up, and I didn't do it. And now I regret it. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you look at. I mean, once again, Thanos. This brings a smile to my face just to see how bad the Bears are. Mister Rogers, part part time owner of this team, and you know, I mean, you look at it from the Bears, it, it, it's just bad. It is terrible. They, they were all Bears fans were calling upon Justin Fields. Where are they at now? Where, where's all the, where's all the Justin Fields chitter chatter? Because it seems very, very quiet. And if we're being honest here, Justin Fields looked better as a running back than a QB passer. I mean, nineteen and twenty-seven, one seventy-five. Come on, you can do better than that. Ten attempts, hundred three yards. That's a solid running back stat line right there. Maybe you should put in Justin Fields as a running back, Andy Dalton as your QB. Maybe you might win more than three games. Maybe. But overall, you look at from the 49ers, I want to try to agree with you, Connie. This kind of puts a confusion for the 49ers. I mean, you look at you're three and four. You're nowhere near the NFC West. I mean, you're not gonna be over the Rams. You're not gonna be over the Cardinals. Both are seven and one. You're pretty much dead in the water. You're three games back. There's there's really no hope. You could honestly, in a way, just give up, but you can't give up. Why? Because, you know, you know that uh, draft day trade where they traded down? Oh, yeah, the Niners decided to give up their first-round pick this year. And right now it's looking at to be a 10th pick. So if you're, the, if you're the 49ers, you can't really tank this year because the Dolphins have your pick. And so in all honesty, to help out my dynasty team, just play Jimmy G. Just, just let it let it ride. Let let porn star Jimmy ride and see how far it takes you. You know, just pass the ball to Debo Samuel. When when George McGriddle Kittle comes back, you know, maybe he'll get some action <laughs> in. And, you know, and, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. I mean, Elijah Mitchell ran it well. 18 carries, 137 yards and a touchdown. And, you know, for the 49ers, cool, congratulations. You beat the Bears. Almost anybody can beat the bears. I say almost because, you know, the Jaguars and the lions, I don't, I don't think they could beat the bears, but you know, it's one of those congratulations, Niners, you're three and four and you're three games back of the NFC West. Congratulations. All, all the Niners are really playing for at this point is honestly just pride. And you know, you hate to, you hate to say that halfway through the season because you think like you'd have a chance, but the NFC West is so loaded with the Rams and the Cardinals, both being a seven and one, you, you really don't have a chance in the division. So you might as well just play the future game. And just be like, Oh, you know what? Let's not give the dolphins a top 10 pick. Let's give them maybe a pick at, you know, maybe 15 or 16. We'll, we'll just, we'll, we'll just give them that. We'll give them the 15th to 16th pick instead of a top 10 pick. All right. Yeah. Um, not really too much to say again. You got to go with Garoppolo. I mean, it's not like Lance was great when he was in there. So uh, it's just just what the 49ers have to do right now until 
Lance is, is able to be that guy. So, and if it feels, it's just really just an experience here, man. Just get out there, experience the game. Hopefully next off season, next season, they, they put some better pieces around him and he can, you know, he can either improve or, you know, or not. <laughs> so uh, we'll, we'll see what happens with, uh, the fields going forward. Eagles and the Lions. I mean, man, I don't. I don't. They, they had they had this game on Fox, and I was just waiting for them to, to put a new game on. Um, it was like thirty-eight <laughs> zip at one point. It was thirty-eight. No. Yeah, it was. It was really. It was really bad. Hurst really didn't even have that. He really didn't need to do too much. I mean, the Lions just did everything for them. Golf. I mean, what can you say, man? Uh, just dude is dirt. Yeah, he's yeah, he's not he's not good. He's not good. And <laughs> he's not good, bro. He's not good. He's not good at the quarterback position, man. And you know, some games they compete and then other games they play like this. So uh, any got anybody got any comments on this? Not I mean it's not really too much to, to no. talk about, man. Man, Listen, all I, I got to say this game for fun, go to prison. <laughs> yeah, all I, all, all I got to say is T's and P's to the Lions, man. You could honestly just put a X on them for eliminated from the playoffs because there ain't no way they're making the playoffs this year. I know they're not mathematically eliminated, but you can pretty much book them for no, they're eliminated. eliminated. And I mean, you look at if you're the Eagles, yay, congratulations. You beat the 0-7 Detroit Lions. Once again, do you want a cookie? You're you're supposed to win this game, and you're supposed to win like that, forty-four to six. Come on, Eagles! Like your guy Jalen Hurts went nine of fourteen, one hundred three yards. He looked like Jimmy Garoppolo in the NFC Championship game, just only nine attempts, one hundred three yards, because the Lions are just awful, and you hate to see it because you like the energy that Dan Campbell brings. And one thing I will say is to the Ford family, pay Calvin Johnson or else whatever curse, whatever stigma you have is going to stay there forever. Just, just simply give Calvin Johnson his $1 million that he wants or that is left on his contract, and maybe you'll win two games. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it was bad. I predicted the Lions to win only two games this year, and I might be on the money. It, yeah. it, it's sad. It, it it's to a point where if you're the Lions, you, you just feel sorry for them. Like like obviously with the Jaguars, you just laugh at the Jags just because like what do you expect from a first year college coach in Urban Meyer? And then he pulls the shenanigans against Cincinnati to where you know he puts a finger up you know or places you don't want to be because it could smell bad later. But you know it's one of those to where if you're if you're the Lions, you just feel sorry for them. And I guess I guess if you're the Lions on the next week. But I mean, come on! What what more does Dan Campbell have to do? I mean, the the man cried in the podium two weeks ago, and the team since then has just gotten obliterated. Yeah, yeah. Last two yeah. weeks, I mean, I mean, Dan Campbell has poured his heart and soul out. He's told Jared Goff to up his play, and you suck. And there's nothing there. And, and what he signed and, up and, for? What he signed and, up for, man? Yeah, and all I gotta say is that Ben Hoyt, if you're listening, I don't want to hear a word about this Eagles Lions <laughs> game. I, I don't want to hear any high hopes. You're three and five. You're supposed to beat the Detroit Lions. And I will say, congrats on Darius Slay for getting a pick six against his former team. Or or, or a fumble recovery, whatever it was. Congrats on scoring a touchdown. You're still with the sorry ass Eagles as well. So you got no improvement. <laughs> oh man. Um, yeah, again, just Detroit fans, 
Just D- Detroit sports in general. Maybe next year. Sad. Yeah, maybe next year, guys. Maybe. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> maybe next year they'll win three games instead of one. It's tough out here. For real. For Dude, real. just right, just simply to... just simply pay Calvin Johnson and just apologize to Matthew Stafford and Barry Sanders for wasting their careers. It's that simple. Or just simply, if you're the Ford family, just sell the team. Give it to Jeff Bezos. Just, just nah. give it to somebody else. Just get the Ford. Just just get the Ford stigma out of Detroit ASAP. No I mean, Rocky? I mean, no what? ASAP, no Rocky. Yeah, yeah. Just just ASAP. Get him. Get, <laughs> get around. Not even not even Rocky can save the Detroit Lions. Not not even Rocky can save them. And I mean, it's bad when the one thing to look forward to in Michigan is a college team in Michigan State. Granted, there ain't no, but it's like, come on, you you want you want to have better success as a professional team than to look in East Lansing and be like, yay, the Spartans are eight and zero, and we just beat the sorry ass Wolverines. That's just not what you want. It's not what you want at all. All right, we got the Steelers and the Browns, AFC North matchup. What's your guys' thoughts on this game? I'll start with Connie first again. Uh, Oh, yeah. man. Yeah, I mean, 15-10 definitely wasn't pretty on the offensive side. Boswell got killed. His, his soul, his soul, his soul is still in Cleveland. Yeah, he did get he did get rocked when they tried to do that uh field goal pass. That that, that, look, that that looked like what CJ did to Damian Harris after week one. I'm weak. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> what's your, what's your thoughts? Um, yeah. What's your thoughts uh, on it's... Baker? Odell. Odell ultimately didn't get traded. Uh, everybody, everybody the man had one it. catch for six yards. Yeah, so, Connie, what's, what's your thoughts on the game? And then um, we'll go to Matt close it out. Yeah, I mean, an, an ugly divisional game that you can kind of expect. This is the Steelers' defense that we have kind of come to know and love unless you're playing them uh, over the past few years. And I don't know. I don't know exactly what is wrong with the Browns. But I think a lot of it still has to do with Baker. And I, I think Baker is fine as a quarterback. I really do. Uh, you know, there's talks about getting rid of him and do they want to sign him to an extension. Like, all right, first of all, Cleveland, calm down. You found one quarterback in literally your entire franchise's history that is not terrible. Do you guys, like, yeah, not remember? It, 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 it took them almost 29 attempts. Yeah. That 10-year stretch where they had about 30 different starting quarterbacks. So let's calm down. Just give Baker his money. Uh, the cap goes up every year, so I'm sure that after a few years, it's not even going to be, be a big deal anyway. Now, does Baker deserve, you know, Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Lamar, all these? Like, no, no he, he should never, ever, ever should get that money because Baker's a better version of golf. And I know we just said how golf is terrible, but hey, at least know, golf made it to the Super Bowl. That's 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 not a good. Uh... That's okay. not a good, that's no, not a good he, coastline. No, I'm just saying that's not a good coastline out. if but he wants to get out. that bread. Hear me out. Ready? I think Baker is good, but he definitely needs some solid pieces around him. And we saw when Goff had those solid pieces around him. You know, you had the healthy Todd Gurley and mm-hmm. the first year Sean McVay and all that. But Baker needs some pieces around him. He's he's a little limited, I think. But I but I think he's good enough to win you some games on his own as well. I just don't think he can, you know, carry 
a team. So they can't give him all that money because then, you know, they can't have the two running backs. The, the only right the like, only thing – I'm sorry to interrupt. The only thing that Baker Mayfield is carrying is his shoulder after he attempts to make a tackle. Well, that, exactly. That's, that's the only thing the man's carrying. And then, and then it also, if we're being honest, the only bread he's getting made is the only little pieces they feed the ducks. That's the only bread he's getting. He should not ask for high-value money because he is not worth that high-value money because also he's not a running back like Lamar Jackson or Josh Allen. This is you know, the, Josh Allen, the running back, is 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 an animal. Yeah, but, um, he, he trucks a three hundred pound lineman. Just, exactly. This is a true statement. Uh but yeah, Baker. I mean, he needs. He definitely needs the pieces around him. And if you give him a lot of money, you're obviously not going to be able to build a very solid defense. You're not going to be able to have you know probably the best offensive line in the NFL. You're not going to be able to have two running backs. Uh, you're not going to be able to pay wide receivers and tight ends. And listen, the the Browns have a very good team. Uh, they should be better than this, and I put some of it on Baker, but I also don't know how much to put on him because he's playing through this injury, and I mean, there's no way that it can be comfortable at all. Let me tell you that. Uh, I believe it's a it's a labrum in his non throwing shoulder, but it doesn't matter. I, you know, every time he's getting tackled, he's probably got tears in his eyes. So yeah, it is. It definitely cannot be a good time getting slammed down by you know 350 pound linemen every day, and they should be better, but listen, they they lost to the Steelers. Very Same good defense. Browns. Eh, I don't know. I think if I think if Baker's healthy, they would definitely be doing better. But I don't know. Steelers. Uh, I'm still not sold on them. They still only scored 15. They literally cannot move the ball at all. They're not a very good offense. Big Ben, do yourself a favor and don't even think about coming back after this year. <laughs> Because at this point, getting kind of tough to watch. It's like Peyton in his last year. Tough to watch. You don't really want to watch it, but it's almost like a car accident. You do anyway. Um, he's going to he's getting carried. Um, oh, yeah. Right no, now, no. yeah. He's absolutely getting carried. And you want to talk about somebody doing the carrying. T.J. Watt, you're a, that's a grown man, too. T.J., I don't know what the hell the Watts fed their children. But to have JJ and TJ in the same in the same family, don't forget know? about Derek Watt. Well, listen, <laughs> Derek's genetics, like man. the uh, Derek's genetics. like the Miley Cyrus's sister. You didn't even know she existed, honestly. <laughs> but you know, shout out yeah, Derek making nice. I, or like, yeah, I didn't even know. <laughs> or like, or like Sorry, the, uh, or like one of the Gronk brothers. You, you, you didn't even know that that Gronk really had brothers like that. Besides, when they're on TV, so. uh you know, whatever. But Steelers got the win, four and three, four and four. Ravens seem like they're going to win this division. Uh, I hey, still, don't sleep I on the Bengals. Uh, oh yeah, I forgot about the Bengals for a second. But um, listen, I still don't think the Browns are a team you really want to face uh, in a playoff situation because you know you get the running game going in <laughs> from week to week. You can beat anybody because then the other team isn't on the field. So, you know, maybe throughout the year, Baker heals up a little bit. I don't know how easy that'll be, considering he's still playing with this labrum injury. Um, and then, you know, my main thing about this, I, I, I just don't understand why they didn't trade Odell. Like, apparently, uh, an anonymous GM came out. Of course, they're always anonymous. Uh, and nobody really wants to deal with the contract and, and blah, blah, blah. And I guess I can understand that, but Baker's a better quarterback when Odell is not on the field, it doesn't really make sense because Odell's yeah, supposed that's... to still be good. Now, <laughs> that's so crazy. It is. It is. 
But you know, CJ, this is something we should be familiar with because we live in New York. And they talk about this a lot too. When Jeremy Shockey played for the Giants, Eli was terrible. He was he was scared out of his boots when Jeremy Shockey was on the field because he wanted the ball and Eli felt like he had to throw it to him. And I think it's the exact same thing with Odell. Baker's scared when he's on the field. He feels like he has to force it to Odell. And now you got Odell's dad coming out. You got LeBron coming out saying free Odell and all this. And let me give you a hint. That's not helping the problem, by the way. Uh, yeah, so I, I think they should have traded him. There were definitely teams that needed him. You know, would have liked Bill to give them a nice little phone call. It's not like you use your first round picks on good wide receivers anyway. Uh, I, mean, I don't think know, Ode- 19 mil. For for eight Listen. games, I don't know. Listen. That's not. I don't, that doesn't sound like Bill. Is he a free hey, man. What happened? No, he's no. no he, he has, he's, he's got he, he's got one more year left. Yeah, okay, year left. Hey, CJ, so we got eight games in the season. Uh, hey, and just, the Packers are four and just four. Be eight games, no, Bill. It's just be eight games. Yeah, but and four, 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 four You got ready. a chance to make a playoff push. Here's my thing, CJ. Is Bill gonna draft anybody that has the same skill set? As Odell in the first round, no, he's going to attempt to, but will it actually work out? But the things we're saying right, he'll take a guy. He'll take a guy like Jacoby Myers. But the things we're saying right now about Odell in Cleveland is going to be the same thing in New England, unless he buys in. Unless he buys in, because he's not going to. We we know Belichick. We saw Brady for years. Like outside of Edelman, he was just he his their system is giving the ball to other guys. It's not just honing in on one guy outside of that, you know, a couple of years of Randy because Randy's, you know, a Hall of Famer, first ballot Hall of Famer. So if he if he was willing to buy in, then yeah, but you just you just don't know that. I mean, he hasn't really come out and said anything. He hasn't really made that much noise. I know his pops and then LeBron out of anybody out of all people comes out and says free OBJ and you're a Browns fan, quote unquote. So that was a little yeah. that was a little weird when I saw that. But um, and then he doesn't get traded, which makes it even worse. It makes it even more of a story now. Um, and adds more fuel to the fire. But I just see him in New England. Just probably uh, just knowing Bill, it, it, it probably wouldn't have, it wouldn't have, it wouldn't have made sense. It wouldn't have made sense. Listen, to me, even if you don't want to go to New England, I think they had to trade him, and they didn't, and I disagree I don't think, with the whole I don't party. think there was a lot of people that, yeah, like you said, you said it with the anonymous GM, the money situation, yeah, that was probably, it's probably a big factor. It would be different if he was playing well. Or if he had like the last few games, he played he played at a at a level where his value could, would increase. But like you said, dropped some key passes in certain moments. They, I mean, Landry fumbled in this game, dropped a dropped a big time pass. Odell dropped a big time pass. Um, so it was just it was just an ugly game by by Cleveland. Um, and they're just gonna have to figure it out. They're gonna have to figure it out. Four and four. It's not the end of the road. You know, it's still a five hundred team. Um, they're just gonna have to, yeah. Hopefully, Hunt could get get back healthy. Um, Chubb came back, but hopefully, he could, you know, get closer to 100% towards the end of the season. They're gonna need those guys. Those those are, those are their key players in that offense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they definitely are. I mean, you look at the Steelers. Look at it was an ugly win, but it's a win nonetheless. That's three consecutive wins for the Steelers. You're now back into the division race. Because I mean, look at I mean, look at the Bengals, which we'll discuss later. Clearly, look like the Bungles. <laughs> Ravens. Ravens had a bye week. They're still five and two. And then I mean, look at the Pittsburgh Steelers. I mean, the AFC North is wide open. I mean, look at if you're the Browns. Yes, you played. 
like you, you played trash. You you were terrible. And then I don't know if Jarvis Landry went trick or treating and got butterfingers or something because whenever he <laughs> whenever whenever he had the ball, it was it was it was slipping. It it, it slipped. No no matter what happened. Like, uh, that, that was a game to where if you're the Browns, this loss, I I will say the the only downside for the Browns with this game is it's gonna hurt them in the in the postseason big time. This is going to hurt in the playoff seeding standings. You're four and four. You're just hovering above five hundred. I mean, if we're being honest here, I I don't know why people said that the Browns were gonna win the division. It, this is still the Browns. They they had one good year for the first time in 18 years, and we expect them to follow that up again. Like, how how, how do we not know the the history of the Browns? Like, we know this is the same old Browns. Now, could they obviously turn it around during the second half of the season? Absolutely. If Kareem Hunt comes back healthy and the rest of the players come back healthy, if Baker Mayfield's shoulder and stuff gets better, the Browns could possibly play better. But I mean, we look at it. The Browns were four and four, and that was just a bad loss. A loss that you cannot take. And I mean, you also look at it, you guys also probably should have known the Steelers were to win this game because Big Ben has partial ownership of the Browns. I think there's a stat line to where in 25 starts, he's, he's like 26 starts, he's like either 27 starts, he's like 22, he's like 22, four and one against the Cleveland Browns. So I mean, for anybody who thought the Browns were to beat the Steelers, unless if it's in the postseason, they they were they they were full of themselves. They were they they, they were blind because that 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 shouldn't have happened. Now I was wrong. I I did pick the Browns to beat the Steelers because I thought you know in Cleveland, but then again I didn't expect Odell to only have one catch, and I didn't expect Jarvis Landry to go trick or treating and eat some butterfingers. But that's the NFL for you. Any given Sunday, the Steelers they got the big win. They have a lot of momentum going forward. That's three straight wins. And let's see if old man Roethlisberger on pretty much his last leg. I mean, he, he's coasting on E right now. It's not like he has anything left in the tank. He's coasting on E. And Najee Harris, 26 attempts, 91 yards. Congrats. You know, you didn't crack 100, but at least you got some rushing going. You got a rushing touchdown. Gave me some fantasy points. Thank you for that. And, you know, fear the Steelers on the next week. On the next week, on to the next game, we got the Rams and the Texans. Again, uh, similar to this Eagle Lion game, not not too much to talk about. Rams continuing to uh, just continue to be dominant. I want to hear your guys' thoughts. What's your thoughts on the Von Miller trade? Um, Von Miller to the to the Rams. I'll start with uh, I'll start with Matt and then go with Connie. Uh, do you think Do you think he's has a lot left in the tank to to make some make a big impact um, for Los Angeles and could have put them over the hump in, in the NFC? I, I truly believe it could. I mean, you look at it for the for the Rams. What happened last time when they went all in and got some Bronco players? When they got to keep to leave, what happened? They went on to go to Super Bowl Fifty Three. Now, they add a former Bronco, Von <laughs> Miller. Let's see if they could follow that same success. Now, personally, for the Rams, you look at it, the rich got richer, and one thing is for certain: if you're the Los Angeles Rams. This is literally all in this year. Your first-round pick, Matthew Stafford. Second and third-round pick, Matthew Stafford. Fourth-round pick, you just basically traded away to Brandon Cooks to rot in Houston. You have your fifth-round pick. You traded your sixth-round pick to get um, postseason hero Sony Michelle. And you have your seventh-round pick. Seventh round pick. 
the Rams, you need to make it to the NFC Championship game, bare minimum, bare minimum NFC Championship game. Because I'm telling you right now, if the Rams fail and wet the bed in the playoffs, it's going to, it's going to one, take a hit on Sean McVay's legacy. And for Matthew Stafford, it's going to take a full-fledged hit on Stafford because you look at Stafford, he's got everything he wants. He's got his weapons. He has the defense. There are mathematically zero excuses for the Los Angeles Rams this year. Now, I understand there's a stigma of when your team hosts a Super Bowl, you never make it there. Tampa broke that stigma last year when they made all those who were 55 and won it. Now it's wide open. Anybody has a chance to win it. Even though the Rams host Super Bowl 56 at SoFi Stadium, they're 7-1, and and boy, they are playing really well. Now, I do want to see for the Rams how differently they'll utilize Von Miller, Vic Fangio. I mean, I don't even know why the hell he's a head coach. He's a better defensive coordinator than a head coach in my book. But, I mean, the way how he utilized Von Miller on defense, it was very suspect, very questionable. I saw Von Miller in coverage. I don't know why he was in coverage. He's supposed to be rushing the quarterback. And for the Rams, I expect them to utilize Von Miller more in the rush pass. And, I mean, you look at – you got Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey, and Von Miller on the same defensive team. Good luck. Good luck, Packers. Good luck, Tampa Bay. And maybe good luck, Cardinals. But other than that, that's about it. Those are, those are pretty much the cream of the crop in the NFC. It's pretty much three to four teams – I mean, unless if you want to consider the Dallas Cowboys as the cream of the crop, but I'm more along the lines of wait until you, you know have to, season man. You ends. Have to. You have to. If you're gonna say the Cardinals, you got to the you got to the Cowboys in there too. All right, I'll I'll, I'll throw in, I'll throw in them boys. I'll I'll throw in them boys. But I mean, you look at. I'll say it before and I'll say it again for the Rams. It's I I wouldn't say Super Bowl or bust because the NFC is very loaded. You can't discount the Green Bay Packers because they're playing this well with their practice squad. You can't discount the goat Tom Brady. You can't discount you, you you can't even discount the Arizona Cardinals because who's your only loss of the season? The Arizona Cardinals, and they beat you by 17. So right. it's one of those to where you you even I hate to say it, you can't even discount the Dallas Cowboys because the Cowboys defense has been looking really good as of late. And Dak Prescott, when he's healthy, he looks pretty solid. So when I mean, you look at it for the Rams, it's wide open, but you have to at least make it to the NFC Championship game. Because if you fail to make it to the NFC Championship game, then why the hell would you trade all of your picks and golf if it's just going to be the same result as last year? The the reason why you traded for Stafford is to get over the hump, one, make it to the NFC Championship game, and two, to make it to the Super Bowl and have a chance to win it. That's why you trade for Stafford. If you knew you weren't going to win the Super Bowl, you wouldn't have made all those trades. You would have just kept golf and just ran it back the same way. Just keep on keep on keeping on wheel in the circle, win a playoff game, and then ultimately get slapped around by Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers in the playoffs. You know, that's that's what the Rams would have done if they kept the same team. But they felt they had a chance to win it all, and they're playing like it. And, you know, we'll we'll see what happens. That's personally how I feel what Von Miller will do for the Rams. I think he's going to help bolster this defense. And for the Rams – you you got to go farther. You got to go further than the division round of the playoffs. Other than that, it's unacceptable. If you get embarrassed, I don't want to hear anything about Matthew Stafford. I don't want to hear 
how he suffered in Detroit. I don't want to hear anything because if he if he fails, I'm gonna call him Pat Stafford. <laughs> I, 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 I'm gonna call him Pat Stafford if he fails in the playoffs yeah. this year. All right. Um, that would be tough. <clears throat> um, yeah, I, I think it's going to help them out definitely a little bit. I think if this is, you know, three, four, five years ago, I'm a lot more excited about the trade than I am now. Um, but it definitely adds something to him. Von Miller still has a, a little bit left in the tank for sure. And I kind of look at this as a J.J. Watt situation as well. Uh, people kind of gave up on J.J. over there on the Texans. But you got to remember, he was, you know, basically their only pass rusher. Uh, Clowney wasn't there, uh, wasn't there anymore. So it was just J.J. And that's kind of what it is with Aaron Donald right now. I know they have Leonard Floyd over there as well. But it's obviously, you know, Aaron Donald than everybody else. And you can't double-team two guys. I mean, you could, but uh, it's not going to go over very well. So, you know, you'll have Aaron Donald in one-on-ones maybe, or or you'll have Von Miller on one-on-ones. And, you know, I still have faith that Von Miller can can, um, win those one-on-one battles, obviously. And we all know Aaron Donald can win two-on-ones. So it doesn't even matter if he's one-on-one. We all know what's going to happen in that situation. So it definitely does a little something for them. Uh, like I said, if this was a few years ago, I think it's a bigger deal. But it it definitely they're, – they're going for it, you know, to say the least. Uh, I don't know where they even found draft picks to trade because I thought that the Rams had already traded all their draft picks until 2050. But I guess they, <laughs> right. I guess they found some. Uh, and, you know, I kind of – in a way, I like what they're doing. Like, do I want to have a draft pick and hope that he turns into a player? Or can I just take that draft pick and go trade for somebody that I know is good, like a Matt Stafford? Or do I want to go and trade for somebody like, you know, uh, Von Miller, who I already know has a history in the league and everything like that, instead of, you know, taking that draft pick and hoping that the other team is that that, that player is going to end up being good? So, Rams are definitely going for it. I think Von Miller still has, you know, just a wee bit left in the tank. And, being lined up on the same defense with Aaron Donald is definitely going to help him out. And then obviously, as we all know, they got a lockdown corner over there in Jalen Ramsey as well. So it definitely adds to the defense. And and uh, I, look to, I look forward to see what the Rams are going to do. Yeah, um, you guys made pretty much all the points. It's gonna, Like you said, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough to double Aaron Donald um, because, again, they're, they're doubling him and he's a, he's a tackle. So now you have a guy like – uh, Von Miller on the outside. You you gotta you gotta try to chip him, bring a running back in there, and that kind of changes the entire offense. And then that's how great that's how great uh, those guys are. Um, and it's, it's, it, it, could, it could be dangerous. It could be dangerous. But I also agree with Matt again. They need they need to win a Super Bowl in the next next two in these next two years. Uh, NFC Conference Championship game this year is is, is inevitable. It has to be. Uh, it's like you like like you guys said. No excuses. If you can't. If you can't get to the NFC Conference Championship game with this team, with all this talent, um, it's, it's going to say a lot. It's going to say a lot about McVay, and it is going to say a lot about Stafford as well, because that's the one thing that we've we've said about his career. He hasn't had those, he hasn't had the team around him. This is the he's in the greatest situation his entire career, um, and if he's not able to answer the call, it's, it's definitely going to hurt his legacy a little bit. Um, so yeah, these next two years is key, definitely key for the Rams. They have, they need to get to the bowl, um, and 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 win win a bowl winnable they need to win one um so so people could say it was it was worth it afc Not south cool. matchup yep afc south matchup titans and the and the colts it's a close game here out throughout winning the ot went to Naples, baby 
Uh, Gifting turnovers and making random ass thirty yard completion plays. Yeah, Wentz. Yeah, Wentz made a terrible play um, in his own end zone. But hey, at least he didn't take the safety. He just gave the other team a touchdown instead. Yeah, just trying to. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Just trying to do too much. Trying to do too much there. Um, and then the game was close. The game was close throughout, like I said. And then it going into overtime, it was back and forth a little bit. And then Wentz turned the ball over. Um, you know, everybody's looking at the film now, and they said Jonathan Taylor was wide open on a check down. Could have easily gotten the field goal range and, and iced the game. But Wentz tried to do too much again, part two in that game. And it led to an interception. Uh. <laughs> it led to an interception. And I just think for me, for Wentz, I just want to hear your guys' thoughts on, on Wentz. Obviously, we know Connie's a, a big fan. I just think he uh, – <laughs> I just think he, yeah, he just, he's just, he just, he tries to be hero. He tries to play too much hero ball when he doesn't have to. Um, again, you have a, you have an outstanding back in Jonathan Taylor, uh, one of the best backs in the league. I mean, right now with, 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 uh, with Henry being out, you could, you could put him in that, in that category if you want, right. In this, throughout this season. And, you know, he just, just give it to you, just give it to your playmakers. He's, he's obviously the best playmaker they had. Michael Pittman's been been playing some solid football these last few weeks as well. Jack Doyle's solid tight end. So, um, you you know, you don't have to run around and do it. It's not Philadelphia. (laughs) It's a completely different situation. And this was a big loss for them because, one, it's a divisional matchup. And if they were able to get this one, it would definitely would have helped their chances and potentially winning the division. Um, But now I believe they're 2-0 against against the Titans now. But the Titans – even though they get the win, they get a loss and losing Derrick Henry oh. for, the entire, for the entire season. Tough. Uh, last two weeks, we were talking about the on pace. You know what I'm talking about? A little bit. Yeah, I feel like we did. I feel like we did, man. And um, uh, definitely a big time loss for the Titans. Loss for Henry. Prayers up. They went out and got Adrian Peterson. You know, obviously not 36 All years day. old. Yeah, all day. Uh, not 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 what he used to be. Thirty six years old. Um, it's gonna come down. It's gonna come down to Tannehill. Is he gonna be that guy? Is he that guy, man? I heard I heard my guy Connie talking about that on Gen Z yesterday. Um, is is he gonna is he gonna be the guy for them? Oh, they got a time machine. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna he's gonna have to show out. He's gonna have to show out. Tannehill's gonna have to step up, um, play some high level quarterback football right now. If he's not able to do that, um, it's just gonna be just gonna be a one and done in the playoffs. Or I mean. Hopefully, I mean it could it could spiral out of control. We'll see what happens. Um, what's, what's your guys' thoughts? I'll, I'll start with uh, start with Connie and go to Matt. Listen, once you're killing me here, I can't keep defending you, bro. <laughs> like, <laughs> that that is that's that's top five bad. Like that's that interception is. You put right that there. on. Come on, man. That's that's right there with the butt fumble. It's there with the Dan Orlovsky clip of him running out of bounds. You know, getting the safety in the end zone. Like, that, that play bad. is right up there. <laughs> that one was bad, bro. Like, <laughs> that play is He threw right it with the left hand. It wasn't even his dominant hand. He switched hands and just went, F it. Somebody's down there. But, you know, like you said, CJ, he's playing too much hero ball, and I think it's still ingrained in the back of his head from his Philly days. Uh, obviously, just his first season away from them. But, you know, he's with uh, – the man who saved his career, and of course, as I just said that, his name escapes me. Uh, Frank Reich. Frank yeah, Reich. Frank Reich. There we go. Uh, so he's with Frank Reich, and I thought it would turn it around, and you know what? It almost did. It almost has because if you take away, you know, let's just you know, 
play a pretend here. If you take away the uh, Wentz games against the Titans, man is on an MVP base. So I'm, I'm, you know, I'm about halfway right. I'm, I'm just saying, just about halfway. Uh, I give you forty percent. Yeah, you know, I'll take it. Yeah, he's like another. He's like in that lower tier candidate, uh, MVP candidate. Yeah, uh, before you know, before just, last week, before like before just, last week, just yeah, take definitely. away the Titan games, both of them. And, <laughs> yeah, both just and, and I'm good. He's right in the MVP conversation. I'd look brilliant right now, but yeah, he's just playing a little bit too much hero ball, and and he doesn't have to. He has a good old line now. Here's my here's my biggest thing with it, right? Like I know I know this in Madden, in Madden I know this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Madden. They did a screen pass, a screen. Now, we've watched a lot of football. When you do a screen pass, that means you have nobody blocking for you. Nobody. Right. Zero. Zilch. It's got to be quick. Well, when you avoid the first tackle, which congratulations. First of all, you should have had already thrown the ball in the dirt, but you didn't. You knew you avoided the first tackle. Congratulations. Proud of you, Wentz. Just throw it away. But once you see two more guys, you know, the 6'5", 340-pound lineman, in your face, that might be the part where you throw the ball away. No, no. You just decide to try to make the play of a lifetime and switch hands. And switch hands and go, you know, last year Mahomes, not this year Mahomes, you know, leading the league. Go Bobby Boucher hand. on them when he just tosses the gifts, the ball of the defender. Here you go. He was, he's doing something, and none of it was good. I'll say that. This back to back weeks, he did that. He did that same thing against San Francisco. He's falling down, and he's just like, whoop, as an interception. And then, Listen, San Francisco, I'm giving him a break. It was raining. You know what? I'm giving him a break. But this one, not good. And then, you know, like you said, CJ, the overtime one, that's just another you know, situation of trying to fit the ball into a place. You can't throw it there. You can't throw the ball there. Uh, I, I don't know what he was expecting to happen there. It was funny, man. If only you guys were here. Because, you know. My boy put a little something on on Wentz's over on yards. He was about twenty yards away. My boy was like, you know, he's gonna throw an interception right here and, and screw me over. Literally the next play through the interception. Um, it was it was hard times over here in the household. But life out there. But yeah, Wentz is is all right. Just take him. Just don't let him play against the Titans. Put Jacoby Brissett in and or where Jacoby Brissett. On the, on Jacob Eason. Yeah, Jacob Eason. Put him in during the Titan games and let Wentz play the rest of the games, and they might they might win the damn Super Bowl if you let that happen. But yeah, this this hurts, but nothing hurts more than Derrick Henry going down. Yeah, man. And listen, you said it. They signed Adrian Peterson, and you know Josh yesterday over there on Gen Z, like you said, was you know oh he's gonna come back and and be this and be that. Oof, I don't know about all that. But um, Is there, uh, who's the other guy they have? Um, I honestly couldn't even tell you. Losing track of his name. I mean, I it's, the, the, it's, it's, the, it's the perfect fit, though. The it's the perfect fit, though, for eight, for, for all It is. Days. You're right. It is It is a great fit, but he's just not 27. Right, right. <laughs> so it's going to be a lot tougher for him, uh, you know, to do what he has to do. And, uh, you know, now the, – now, we all kind of wonder, you know, did Tannehill really turn his career around or was, you know, he just handing the ball off to Derrick Henry all the time and making himself look better. We're going to find out now because I don't think you can run the ball, you know, 85 times a game now that you don't have Derrick Henry. So we're going to find out where the Titans go from here. I still think that they put enough 
of a cushion between them and the Colts that they're going to end up winning this division. Uh, but I don't know how good they're going to be now. Derrick Henry was a – like Derrick Henry in the Titans' term is almost like losing your quarterback. 100%. Like that is mm-hmm. almost as big as losing your starting quarterback. Yep. So we're going to find out, <laughs> you know, what the Titans are made of. And uh, I'm interested to see what happens going forward. But, yeah, between Wentz, you know, doing whatever the hell that was and me and CJ – putting the curse down on Derrick Henry. This was just a bad game. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I, and I mean, you look at it, you hate to see the injury from Derrick Henry, but when you run Derrick Henry 30-plus times a game for eight weeks just after he ran over for 2,000 yards the previous season, that wear and tear really wears you down. And I mean, you look at – you just hate to see it from King Henry. One, I just want to say let's let's give a moment of silence for uh, fantasy owners of Derrick Henry. Oh, man. This is a true statement. Man, I, so, I, need a, I need a couple moments of silence because uh, my, my team is obliterated with injuries right now. One of my friends has James Robinson, Derrick Henry, and David Montgomery. Dude, that's tough. Sheesh. But and then you look at for for uh, for the Indianapolis Colts. That that that's a bad loss. You you can't that that loss right there might have just sent them to the gulag in the playoffs wise. Because <laughs> you look at it, you're three and five, and now now the Colts. You better not lose any of these next two games. You got the Jets and the Jaguars. If you lose one of these games, I'm sorry, Wentz. You got to get benched. You, you, you now benched. now. Oh yeah, you snapped. You you, you you have to you have to get benched. Flaming, flaming hot to you 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 on Thursday night. If Mike freaking White, no, nah, I'm not gonna comes lie. into nah, if nah. Mike White if Mike White comes into Lucas Oil Stadium in two days and outplays Carson Wentz. Nah, I'm sorry, Wentz. You got you got to you got to bench Carson Wentz. Nah, just for the bro, game man. against the Jaguars. Yeah, bro. If he if he well, what you he mean? Mike White just put up 400 on the Bengals. We're not disrespecting Mike White out here now. But 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 I'm just saying it's it's the Jets. It's the Jets, Connie. It, it, it's not Mike White. They just beat the Bengals. We were all just well. No no no. The Jets didn't. The, the Jet. The Jets didn't beat the Bengals. The Jets didn't beat the Bengals. Mike White beat the Bengals. Okay, so Mike White. What happens if Mike White beats the Colts? Well, if if Mike White beats the Colts, then you got to give props to Mike White, and okay. then just look, exactly. and then just look exactly at the, and then just look at the Check Colts, and just, honest. and then just look at the Colts and say, I'm sorry, you got to do an overnight relocation like you did from Baltimore to Indy. You, you got to, you got to hide after that. And then you just look at, and then also for the Colts. Wow, what are the I mean, those two games were the exact same score, 34-31. I mean, you you just look at it, and I mean. Connie, I, I, oh yeah, it was 34 31. Whoops. Okay. But for the Colts, it's a bad loss on a season that's just been a disaster. Back to back weeks, you lost to the Seahawks and the Rams by about a score. You then get owned by the Titans. You then beat the Dolphins, which everybody beats the Dolphins, besides the Patriots. Sorry. Sorry about that. And then you get obliterated by the Ravens, beat up on the Texans, beat up on the Niners. This, the Colts look like just an average 500 team. They, that, they're playing like an average 500 team. They're probably going to be a team that has eight or nine wins 
by season's end and Carson Wentz. I hate to say it, Connie, but Wentz Annapolis, I think, just has to be turned just to Wentz. He, he doesn't. VP, he, 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 no, not not Wentz, Wentz VP. VP just to the death of me. Wentz, you need to put that in a verse. Wentz Wentz VP till the death of me. You can put that on a mixtape. I'll, I'll hire a ghostwriter. Yeah. Okay. And then for the Titans, great win. You're six and two, but you lose King Henry. Tannehill has his contract. This is why you pay Ryan Tannehill four years, $118 million. If you're Tannehill, what you going to do? You know, are, are, are you, are you going to falter and wet the bed or are you going to be resilient? You know, we'll see what this Tennessee Titans team can do. Now, luckily the Titans are in a terrible AFC South division. That's clearly fumbling over themselves. You got two, one in six teams in the, I'm sorry, one in seven with the Jaguars and the Texans. And then you got the measly Colts who you already season sweat. So your division is pretty much on lock. You just you just can't wet the bed. So to get the job done for the Titans, and please try not to be a one-and-done exit kind of team because you look like a one-and-done kind of team anyways. Like You look like a one-and-done and, one and team with or without Henry. If Derrick Henry gets fully healthy before postseason time, who knows? You know, We'll, we'll see what happens with Tennessee. But overall, great win by Tennessee, terrible loss. By Wentzanapolis. Yes, sir. And then um, now we got the, the the game that you guys just been talking about a little bit uh, before we got to it. Uh, Bengals and the Jets, the Mike White game. J E T S, and then Jets, Jets, Jets. Yeah, man. They they came out. You say so. <laughs> Facts. We, um, they came out and played great. They came out and played great. I think they scored in their last their last five possessions. Uh, I don't know what Damn. happened. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what happened to to the Bengals. It was I think it was twenty. I think it was thirty one twenty. With like maybe like Burrow Bur- Burrow had the Burrow had the bad interception near yeah, the end Shaq, where Shaq yeah, Lawson Shaq picked Lawson, it off yeah, and they were in the red play. zone. Yeah, he made a great play. Yeah, that's that's when I knew that was the turning point. That's when I knew like yeah, man, it's it's it, it could, we could see an upset. We could see an upset, man. And um, what's what's your guys what's your guys thoughts on this game? Um, I'll start with Connie. Yeah, listen, let me tell you something here. I don't want to, you know. All I'm saying is, if Mike White goes out and beats the Colts Thursday night, has another performance, not just beats them, but has a solid performance. Can what do you do if you're the Jets? What do you do if you're the Jets? You just drafted a quarterback second overall. Yeah, what are you, you going to, you know, say no thank you? Uh, it's, just two, it's just two games. It would I be just – I don't know, man. It, it would be just two games because, because like, it's not, it's, not a, it's not a big enough sample size to really to – All right, but, but here's my thing, CJ. He put up 400 yards, say against the Colts, puts up 350 – Two tu- two touchdowns, no interceptions. You're telling me the Jets just automatically go back to Zach Wilson? I don't know about I don't know about automatically. I don't think, I don't think but- you can. <laughs> no, you can't. You, you have you have to have some QB con. I will say if 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 Mike White has another good game on Thursday, there has to be some QB competition. Now you could compete and then just say, all right, we're going to give it to Zach Wilson. But at least you had some competition. Like, 
Zach Wilson is kind of in his boots, like shiver me timbers. Like we got, we got, uh, we got a generic yeah, Mike White. Wilson, we, 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 we got, we got generic Mike White name out here throwing 400 against the Bengals <laughs> and then, and then 350 so, against the Colts. Who is such mean, a generic name? It's so good. Nah, that's like a cartoon character name. Like legitimately, that's something you see on Cartoon Network. But I'm saying, like, okay, they okay. If he if he if he has a great game on Thursday against Indianapolis, all right, then yeah. But to me, I feel like this one was more of they got blasted by the Patriots last week, and they just this team, you know, those guys, those guys over there, they got they got egos, man. They got pride. It wasn't just about to walk in there, get slapped again, you know, on their own field. And they they, they just played they played a little bit better. Everybody got critiqued. Uh, last week because of what 50 come on 54 13 you had to come out and play better so we'll see we'll see if it was that or you know this you know why it's the truth bro <laughs> we'll see right? Mike White. <laughs> we'll see if white's the truth man um yeah but again yeah it was, it was again big big win by the jets um and the Bengals yeah you know a lot of people had them as the best team in the AFC real, real quick um, before we get before we get to uh, Matt's game, I know he's gonna go on a little crazy rant, so we're gonna give him a little bit of time before we wrap it up. <laughs> um, who's your who's your who's the best team in the AFC right now, and who's your best team in the NFC right now? Uh, well, I know what Matt's gonna say, but we'll, we'll obviously, I'll, okay, I'll go, I'll go with Connie first. I'll go with Connie. I'll go with Connie first. Go with Connie I'm first. going. I'm gonna go Bills, and until. Somebody knocks the Bucks off the mantle. I'll stick with them. They're getting healthy now. They're getting healthy now. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, Connie, what about you? I mean, Matt, what about you? My fault. Uh, for, for the AFC, it's the same as Connie. I'm, I'm going with the Bills. I originally was going to go with Tennessee, but once Derrick Henry had that foot injury, I think it's, it's, it's the Bills to lose. The, okay. the, the, the Bills, they're going to pretty much run the AFC. The Chiefs are – I'm not. I, I want to put them at dirt level, but they're kind of hovering at dog water. They're they're kind of hovering at dog water a little bit when they're four and four. The A in the NFC, as much as I would love to say the Green Bay Packers, oh, I need to, I I need to see how they play Week Twelve against the Los Angeles Rams. Until I see that Week Twelve game against the Rams, that's when. I think I could make my decision. Now the Bucks are gonna be the Bucks. They're gonna they're gonna do their thing. But I honestly think the best in the AFC is between three teams. It's the Buccaneers, it's the Rams, or the Packers. Either one of those three teams are gonna represent the a- a- NFC in the Super Bowl. I'm still not sold on the Arizona Cardinals. They're seven and one, but the Rams are right there. And if the Cardinals have to travel on the road in a wild card game, I'm sorry. I just don't think it's going to work. I think if the Cardinals have to travel to Tampa, I, I don't think it's going to work. If the Cardinals, if the Cardinals even have to travel to Dallas on the road, uh, I'm, I'm just not sure because of the road game. But who, whoever, I will say, whoever has the road, whoever wins the division in the NFC West has a good chance to make it a Super Bowl because they have that home game. Whether it's the Rams or the Cardinals, whoever wins that division is going to have a very good chance of winning the NFC. Now, to determine a team, I'm going to go with Connie. I'm still going to say Tampa Bay just because they're the reigning champs. They're still 6-2. and two, And until proven otherwise, until I see Brady lose in the NFC playoffs, 
it's his to rule. It's it, it, it's him. It's it's Buffalo and Tampa right now. All right. But but I will say for the Packers side of things, if the Packers want to be considered a top team in the NFC, they have to beat the Rams week 12 at Lambeau Field because they they got the big win against Arizona, which I love. They've beaten the Cincinnati Bengals, who are a respectable team. Now, this is the stretch for the Packers to where you beat the Cardinals. Congratulations. Now you got the Chiefs. You got the Seahawks, Vikings, Rams, bye week. If you could have a good record in that stretch – then you could be one of those top teams in the NFC. But I just need to see how you play against the Rams. Because if this Packers team could beat the Rams with how they are, with all their injuries, sheesh, they're going to be looking. They're going to be looking scarier than Michael Myers on Halloween night. <laughs> all right. All right. So so you, you, both of you guys say Buffalo, Tampa. I, I would have to agree. Mm-hmm. I would have to agree both of those teams uh, right now. Um until until they're stopped. But again, I guess I do like Dallas. Dallas is good. Green Bay looks good as well. Uh, these next couple of weeks will really be telling. All right, last game, Thursday night football game uh, where AJ Green, like like uh, Matt said, the controller got disconnected and that on that on that last play. Um, we'll go we'll go we'll go with Matt we'll go with Matt first, and then we'll go with Connie, and then we'll go rapid fire for the uh, week nine predictions. All righty, what? What a win by the Green Bay Packers. I mean, you you talk about a defensive kind of performance. Keep in mind, no Devontae Adams, right. no Alan Lazard, no Valdez Scaling, no Josh Myers, no David Bakhtiari, no Zadarius Smith, Just go no, Jair, team, no Jair Alexander, no Kevin King. This team could have easily folded against the Arizona Cardinals, but they did not. They persevered. We didn't even have our defensive coordinator, Joe Barry. Mm. And we still found a way to get three turnovers against the Arizona Cardinals. And what wins you games? Turnover differential. Packers had Packers didn't even turn the ball over, but the Cardinals had three turnovers. And that was the difference in that game. And you look at it. I will say the only thing I did not like about the Green Bay Packers was their goal line play call with Matt LaFleur. I don't don't know what it is with Matt LaFleur. It it seems like the last – ever since he's been a head coach, I don't know what it is. He always seems to be a problem at the goal line. I just think he tries to be too finesse. Just give the ball to Aaron Jones and just let him pound it in on the touchdown, please. As a fantasy owner, please. I don't don't need to see (laughs) – I don't need to see – any flea runner side, I, I I don't need to see it. Either pass it to Devontae Adams oh, or see, give it to – I didn't realize I beat you this week. Yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> Yo, and, and, and the crazy I, – I forgot to look at my lineup, bro. Stressed. You feel me? And I had – had out Curtis Samuel. So, bro, my, bro, my roster, even the guys that were on my bench were just – his Man, whole team, zero. his whole team is like the Dolphins. Your entire team is zeros on the bench. Literally, the entire team. It was a bad. It was a bad week, man. It was, it was bad, bad. But but just overall, it was a great win by the Green Bay Packers. Uh, Aaron Rodgers became a meme after he threw a touchdown to Randall Cobb. You know, just just the face. I mean, it was hilarious. I, I've never seen a meme like that before. And just overall, uh, and you also look at it from the Arizona Cardinals. That's a slip. We the Green Bay Packers tried to gift the Cardinals that game. Like 
You mean to tell me 99 yard touch, 99 yard drive, and you almost let the Cardinals score? That's unacceptable. That that can't happen. If, if you're a defense, the final three minutes of the game, that can't happen. That can't happen against the Rams. That can't happen against Tampa Bay. That can't happen against the Dallas Cowboys. You cannot, as a Packers defense, allow a 99-yard drive like that to have happen in the game. That's unacceptable. And if it weren't for A.J. Green disconnecting the controller, you would have either had a tie game going to overtime or the Cardinals would have been 8-0. But, you know, this Packers team, it feels different. You know, I, I I I don't know what it is. You know, in years past, when I'm at Lafleur, there's some games that you see to be like, hey, you know what? Yeah, we're probably gonna lose that game. Like when we played the 49ers in the championship game, yeah, I knew we were gonna lose that game. You know, Kyle Shanahan basically owned us. And then you look at that Week Six game against Tampa last year. I kind of knew we were gonna lose that game. You know, you, you kind of expected going in. All right, we're probably gonna lose this game. This game against the Cardinals, man, I was just like, God, at least make it close. At least make this game close. If we could find a way to only keep it within three, I'm okay with that. But find a way to get the W. And shout out my man, Rasul Douglas. That man was on the Cardinals practice squad on October 6th. And three weeks later, he's on the Green Bay Packers making the game-winning interception. And lastly, I just want to say shout out to A.J. Green. You know, I I just want to say, you know, thank thank you for turning your head left instead of right. You know, zig when you should have zagged. You know, very well appreciative. And, you know, for the Packers, hopefully this is a momentum boost. You know, hopefully this is a win to where, you know what, we won seven straight. We got that big win against the Arizona Cardinals. Now let's keep this momentum going. Like I mentioned beforehand, you got the Kansas City Chiefs at Arrowhead. You got the Seahawks at home without without Mr. Russell Wilson. You got the Vikings on the road and then the Rams at home and then your bye week. If if Green Bay could go three and one down the stretch, maybe even continue the winning streak, their prowess in the NFC could be very high. So we'll see how that happens, you know. And for the Cardinals, it, it's just a tough loss, you know. That's that's a loss if you're the Cardinals, you can't have because that's going that's going to affect home field. That 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 loss the Cardinals had is going to affect their home field advantage because you look at the Cardinals. Yes, you beat the Rams, but you lost the Packers. If you're tied with the Packers, the Packers are going to get the higher seed. Why? Because A.J. Green didn't turn his head around. And now Kyler Murray is going to have to get on a ladder and beat him and beat him to a pulp. On a ladder, that's foul. All right, Connie? Yeah, I mean, definitely an impressive win. I didn't think that the Packers were going to be able to pull it out, uh, especially after I heard about the Devontae Adams, you know, COVID situation and then – uh, what is it? Lazard went out as well, I nope. believe. And then no defensive coordinator either. Eh, Everybody. They'll be all right without the DC. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Joe, Joe Barry's been solid as of late. Mid. Confirmed. Um, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I would have blamed it. He had, he had been mid. Like before the game against Washington, Green Bay's defense had 15 red zone opportunities, and each time it was a touchdown. So I want to blame yeah. you. It was, it, was, it, it, it was mid to dog water level, maybe dirt. Exactly. But the Packers uh, end up getting this one. I thought the Cardinals were going to be 8-0 for sure. Uh, definitely uh, something to look out for with Kyler Murray, too, is that he's definitely not healthy right now. I think he's got a little bit of an ankle situation going on. Uh, so you got to yeah. look at that, obviously, because without <laughs> Kyler Murray, the Cardinals obviously don't really go anywhere. Um, 
that's a starting quarterback you can't afford to lose. But, yeah, it's an impressive win from the Packers, like Matt said, so eloquently. Everybody was out. Uh, so you didn't really expect too much from the Packers in this game. They ended up winning 24-21 against a team that we obviously all have to believe in at this point. They're 7-1. and one. Uh, They beat the Rams earlier on in the year, so, you know, we were all hyping them up, and they took a they took a nice little L on Thursday Night Football. A lot of injuries in this game, too. A lot of yeah. Tanya torn ACL. Tough. Yeah, that's RIP Bob Tanya, dude. I mean, he was he was starting to get a stride too. Like he got a he got a touchdown on now tight end no day. Crazy. <laughs> Come on, bro. Come on, son. Set him, said, up for that. Yeah, no. Set him up for that one. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I, mean, I, mean I guess, but like, man. Uh, yeah, I mean, you guys, you guys pretty much hit on all the points, man. Uh, just it, it went down to the wide throw. I thought Murray's gonna have a, a nice little late game drive, and then AJ just, I don't know if I don't know if he didn't read the check. Uh, with the he had to have. He had to have. There, there's no way you hiccup that badly on that play, especially when you're a veteran like AJ Green. There's no way. You're, there's no way you're that much of a buffoon and say, "Oh, I'm gonna look there's left." Where there's a will, there's a way, people. Yeah, there is. I mean, hey, all I know is if that were Slant Boy, Mr. Uh, Michael Thomas, touchdown. So, right. might not be wrong. Well, listen, we're already late into the night, people. We're going to just rapid fire the our week nine predictions here. Nothing crazy. You know why we're picking these teams? Because we feel like we don't need analysts. What are, what are we, ESPN? One day. Just saying. <laughs> no, nah, um, I'm good. <laughs> but all right. I like Players, freedom. We'll just We'll just go down the line. I'll, I, we'll just go down the line. Jets at Colts. I'm going with Wentz and Apples. Going with the Colts. Wentz, Wentz v. Uh, yeah, Wentz and Apples. I'll try Wentz to go Wentz MVP, Wentz, but like Wentz it didn't. VP. It didn't have a Wentz VP. Don't worry. There we go. Wentz VP. Uh, Falcon Saints. I'm going to stick with the Saints in this one. Eh, Falcons. Puh. Yeah, I'm going with New Orleans as well. Give me a Jameis Winston. Eat them up. W Saints. Cowboys, Broncos, the Broncos are barely even a real team, so the Cowboys win. Going with Dallas as well, whether it's Cooper or Dak. Yeah, give me give me Dallas. They're they're just better than Denver. <laughs> Next up, you know, we got the boys. Yeah, just just, just, just clean, just clean, Panthers. just clean, just clean sweet pats. Just just yeah, just just clean sweet pats. I already I'm, 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 I'm going Panther pack later on this week. Vikings and the Ravens. I'm going with the Ravens. Uh, yeah, I'm going with Baltimore as well, coming off the bye. Um, after getting slacked by the Bengals. Yeah, I gotta go with Baltimore. Yeah, I'm going I, I'm going with the Ravens as well. I mean Vikings are pretty much dead. Browns at Bengals, a nice little divisional game here. I'm gonna go with the Bengals though. They can they gotta re, they gotta rebound from that jet loss, right? I'm gonna go with the Browns. Um Ooh. I think they, they gotta rebound from that Pittsburgh loss. <laughs> uh okay. something's gotta give. I think it's gonna be a good game. I'm I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Cleveland. Yeah, man, I'm I'm going with the Browns as well. I, I think it's one of those the Browns, like CJ mentioned, they have to bounce back. And I, I think Baker Mayfield will have a better performance than he did against the Steelers. All right, next up, we're going to have a clean sweep of the Bills here. Don't even got to mention that one. That's right. Now, Texans dirt, and Dolphins. Dirt bowl. No, yeah, nobody should watch this game. Listen, if you watch this game, please go see a therapist. I'm begging. Seek, seek medical help right away. Yeah. Uh, in the battle of the garbage – I think I'm gonna go Tank with ball. the Dolphins. Yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with uh, turn the ball over. <laughs> to uh, turn the ball over. 
the Dolphins, man. Yeah, give me a give, give me a fence down in the Dolphins. It's so bad. It's not fins up. It's fins down. It's down. It's, Raiders, it's terrible. Raiders at the Giants, and Giants shouldn't be allowed in the NFL anymore. So the Raiders win. Yeah, I'm going with the, going with Vegas, playing good football. Yeah, man. I'm with all the shit that Vegas has gone through. I mean, <laughs> they're gonna, they're going to beat the Giants. I mean. It, it, it's crazy that they're six and two. Well, I mean, hopefully they'll be six and two, but yeah. Just give me the Raiders. Giants are in the dirt because they're a dirt team. Now we got the Chargers at the Eagles. I think the Chargers bounce back from you know <laughs> the Pats. L. Give me the Chargers. Give me the Chargers as well. Yeah, man. I, I, I want to try to be different, but I'm a smart man. Give me the Chargers. There's no if if the Chargers lose to the Eagles, then it's just the same old Chargers. Yeah. Next up, we have the Packers and the Chiefs. I wonder where Matt's going to go on this one. No, I'm kidding, because I'm going with the <laughs> Packers, too. Because, you know, the Chiefs, trash. Man, I'm going to have to go with Green Bay. I'm going to have to go with Green Bay. I think it's going to be a close game. Got the Packers. Yeah, you know the vibes. I got to go with the Packers here. That I Before the season, I thought this would be a game that Green Bay is going to lose. But with how horrendous that Chiefs defense is, Anytime I see Daniel Sorensen in coverage, if I'm Rodgers, just boom, lob it up, boom, boom. Easy money, yeah, easy wrong. touchdowns. It's going to be a straight W. It's it's going to be raining. It's going to be raining fire in Kansas City, and it's going to be the Cheeseheads whooping the Chiefs' ass. Would not be shocked if we beat them by at least 10 points, bare minimum. Cardinals at the 49ers. I got the cards, baby. Yeah, I got the uh, I got the, well. What's what's the status on, on Kyler, man? I think he's gonna play. It's just you know he's a little banged up. All right, all right. If that's the case, then yeah, I'm going with Arizona. Colt McCoy I'm, was in there. Uh, man, mm-hmm. A little tough. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going Arizona with or without Kyler Murray. Okay. As much as I want to believe in point star Jimmy, the Niners are just dead. They're 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 awful. They're they're going nowhere. It's it's a lost season for the Miners already. It might be a lost season for the Titans as well with no King Henry. So with that being said, Von Miller debut. Give me give me two and a half sacks. Yeah, that's right. I'm going with the Rams. Yeah, I'm going with the Rams as well. Uh, just especially that Von Miller trade is too much firepower, man. Yeah, definitely. Give, give me the Rams. I mean, if Derrick Henry was there, I would have think differently. But uh, I mean. I just got to say, I will say, Connie, I hope for generational sports you did T's and P's for Tannehill, you know, because the Von, with, Von yeah. with, with Von Miller, Aaron Donald up front, you got to pray that. You got you you to pray, pray that Tannehill comes back in one piece because it, it's going to be bad. Like, SoFi Stadium, it's, it's going to be a madhouse. Give me the Rams over the Titans. And then we rounded out Monday Night Football. The Bears at the Steelers, a disgusting game. But Justin Fields can't throw for 200 yards. So, I mean, I guess I'll go with the Steelers just because of that. Will, will the Manning cast be on this game for Monday? Oh, it will. Oh, that's tough. Which, by the way, not a fan of the Manning cast. Yeah, not too bad. I haven't watched it too much, honestly. I only um, watched it when Brady was on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I'm going with uh, I'm going with Pittsburgh. Give me the Steelers. Steelers right. are going to get the easy win over the Bears. 
I mean, Rodgers owns the Bears. I mean, it's the bear, Bears are dead. It's it, it's just it's just bear skin that's just laying out there at this point. It's bad. Well, people, we've uh, we've consumed your night. We appreciate everybody sticking around with us. With that, we'll end the show here. Of course, give our little shout outs. Matt, what do you have for everybody before we go? Twitter handle is down below. I'm at underscore Skura. Check out my Instagram at Matt underscore Skura20. And both of those links in my bio, um, a sports podcast me and our great friend Caleb do called MCS Real Sports Podcast. We talk all things sports related. You name it. It's available everywhere. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Anchor, you name it. It's available everywhere. Also, check out Sunday Night Football Primetime with Hoyt and Wise Cheese. Me, me and Ben normally stream the Sunday night football games, give our commentary. It's open guest for anybody. You know, if you just want to sit down, relax, and watch some Sunday night football, that's the that's the way to go. As always, it has been a pleasure to be on the hard count, even though I've said some crazy things, whether that be sus or just off the rails. It's, it's just what I do. You know, that's it's just me. Yes, sir. Thanks for uh, thanks for joining us today, Matt. Um, you guys can find me Twitter handle right there, C James Nine, on Instagram CJ James Nine. Uh, also at Garda Pod on IG. New episode coming out this week, uh, covering all things basketball. And of course, you can find me here every Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern. Yes, sir. As for me, Mondays seven Eastern Generational Sports. Uh, me and Josh talk about everything. You know, football, baseball, sometimes. If Josh wants me, uh, UFC, basketball, <laughs> uh, make sure, by the way, to go download Underdog Fantasy. Use code Gen Z, $10 on your first deposit. Get your boy get your boy some bread over here. You know, I got a nice little Underdog uh, slip in right now, so I'm going to need Rudy Gobert and, and some others to turn up for the kid. But, uh, yeah, nice way to, uh, you know, over-unders. You can do rivals. You can do drafts. Fantastic, fantastic app. Love it. Use code GEMZ. Uh, obviously, like CJ said, we do this every Tuesday, 9 Eastern, breaking down everything in the football world. Thursday, 10 Eastern, everything in the baseball world, I break down on Backstop Banter with me and Michael. Uh, you can find me on Twitter, Anthony Conover underscore, and then Gen Z Sports for the pod, like I said. But uh, with that being said, like I said before, we've taken up most of your night. We appreciate everybody for uh, tuning in. Matt, I appreciate you coming on the show as always. And CJ, you know what it is. I will see you next week. Peace out, everybody.